Hey everyone, I just want to apologize first for the delay of the episode and second for the sound quality. For some reason, my mic shit the bed right before recording. Uh, I did what I could to salvage the track, but you're going to hear a very imperfect mix. As you can see, I managed to fix things up in post-production, so fingers crossed for next week. But I hope everyone enjoys our shitty Toonami tier list, and remember, Black Lives Matter. I mean, I'm still, I gotta replace the bridges, or I gotta replace the shoulders in the bridge on my con controller. Mm. Not my controller, my guitar. I just haven't ordered them yet, because they're rusted, and one, I actually lost one of the springs, so I can't even fucking, like, the the shoulder won't work right. It's an okay. old Fender Squire, so it's that old, uh, old that, that old bridge that has, like, the six little adjustable springy looking things on them. For each of the uh, uh, strings. Are you talking about the head? No, no, I'm talking at the base, like at the bottom of where the strings go through the go through the bridge. Oh, you talk about like for the fluid rose. Uh, sure, I don't know. I so, mean, like I, I have a. F so when you put your um, your strings through, um, you cut them. They're they're two. They're held together by tension. Correct. Yeah, once you like when you pull them, you pull them through the bridge, and they have the little knobs on them, so it mm -hmm. stops them from going all the way through the bridge. And then you pull them up to the top and feed them through your. Uh, but you're not. Oh, cutting, I'll show you. Okay, yeah, show me. You're I'll not show cutting you a picture of them. You're not cutting the knob off, right? No. Okay, so it's not a Floyd. The, the not the knob stays there. Squire Bridge. Okay. Because what I thought when you were talking about the springs on guitars. Uh, there's a fixed bridge, which is very, which I'm assuming is what you have, and then there is the Floyd Rose, where you have the guitar strings being tied up at the top, and then uh, all the way at the other end, you cut the knobs off, and you, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit similar, but those when you put the strings in, it's being held by the tension. And it's the springs that are in the back, and you have to tighten one end of the spring and another end of the spring in a certain way that you're maintaining and keeping that tension. Oh yeah, and it, the the guitar has that as well on the back. That's for like, and mine has a whammy bar. So like, I can just just hold on a second. <laughs> I, I've I've never heard of a guitar or bass that had both a fixed bridge and a Floyd Rose. The reason I even started doing this shit is because my guitar is all rusted and gross, and my dad's like, that's character. I'm like, no, that's not character. That's disgusting. <laughs> so it's these. These are what I... Right down here. Okay. And you can see this one right here. The spring's gone, so it's fall all the way down. And then you're talking about the tension things. Like, that's on there as well in the back. So, normally, because that that's a Floyd Rose on the back, you would cut the knobs at the end of the strings when putting it together. No, they feed through these little holes right here. 
That's so weird. I you feed them through there. That. You free you feed the string through there, and then uh, the ball at the end of the string gets caught at the end of it, so you can't pull it all the way through. And then you just pull it up to the top, and you. I've never seen that. That's okay. Not, this sure. is a cheap old Fender Squire. You've not seen that. <laughs> I've never seen that. Like, I think I've had cheap guitars before, but like, most of the guitars I've owned are either the the Schecter and my three Les Pauls that I've owned. And oh, the those are Pauls, what you in, you those are what you think are cheap guitars. I mean, they're Epiphone. They're not Gibsons. All right, let's just get that oh. out there. I've never spent more than like six, seven hundred dollars on a guitar, and that was my mm, check. Okay, real nice. Um, but yeah, no, each each guitar, because uh, I've never owned a, wh- a guitar with a whammy bar, with the exception of I think one, and I don't know where it is. Um, all my guitars were fixed bridge with the exception of that one for the Floyd Rose, every single tutorial that I've ever seen online says you cut the knobs off because all you're doing is sticking the, uh, the string through that little piece of tension and then tightening it up with an Allen key. It was an Ibanez. That's what I had, but yeah. Ah, okay. That's a little bit different. (laughs) Anyway, that's not why we're here. (laughs) No, that's not why we're here. No, I don't even know how we got there. Uh, we saw a thing recently that Giant Bomb uh, did a Toonami tier list. And I'm going to be frank, their tier list was shit. <laughs> I don't think I saw Giant Bombs. I saw like this group of four guys, and they were talking about Toonami. That was the Giant Bomb one. That was the Giant Bomb? Yeah. It's just not the main, like the Giant Bomb guys you know. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I don't, I don't fuck around it's with Giant Jeff Bomb Gersman wasn't on it, and like Dan Riker wasn't on it. Those are the guys. I uh, no, you know, it, it, it was none of the guys from the Mario Party playthroughs. Okay, so that's why you don't know that it's them. Got it. Uh, that that list was ass. I, it wasn't outright a tier list. They kind of did uh, round robin or um, not round. Dude, robin. they had Hamtaro and not Outlaw Star. Like, I don't understand that. So I have a feeling that they're a little bit younger than us. And Possibly, yes. They're probably like remembering stuff from the later portion of Toonami's first run and probably counting on everything from their second run, which is fine, but I mean, it's no not fine. History. It's not <laughs> fine. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking about this. This is why we're here to rectify it. So, is, is that here, what we're going to do? Here's the deal. Um, there is a lot of bullshit that Toonami has aired. Uh, we're going to focus on Toonami's first run, which is from 1997 to 2008. That's like 70, 80 shows at least. We've cut mm. that down to about 38, 40, 38, I don't, I don't know, um, of our personal favorites. So if you don't hear... A show that you like, uh, it's probably because it's, it's ass. Right, Do your own tier list. <laughs> Do your own fucking tier list. This is ours, and you can judge from there on. Just like we judged everybody else's. Exactly. Just know that you're wrong and we're right. So We will be doing an Adult Swim. Because like, if you look at the list that is on here, it's a lot of Adult Swim stuff mixed in as well. Yeah. Like, 
Cowboy Bebop, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, all that stuff. We will be doing a separate one for that. Yes. Dragon Ball um, Z. There we go. Pretty much. And I know that like shit like Inuyasha and Cowboy Bebop, they all aired on Toonami after, like when they re-released in 2012. We're not focusing on those. So right. starting off, we're just going to jump in cold. I do forget that they pl- they aired Gurren Lagann. I forgot about that. I didn't even know that. I'm just like, that definitely wasn't during my time. I don't like the English translation of that show. Yeah, it's garbage. Uh, also, uh, movies and special events will not be considered. So that one robot event that they had for like two weeks. Or, or any the, of the DBZ movies. <laughs> any of the DBZ movies or that April Fool's special where they played Trigun for the entire night. Uh, we're not counting that. That's, that's not a joke. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I don't know why they did it. I think they played the same episode over and over again. Oh, the one I remember, I don't know if it was April Fool's, but they played Aqua Teen Hunger Force the movie just when it had come out, but it was in a box. Oh, yeah. Like a little square, like this big in the bottom of it. And the movie didn't stop when they went to commercials. Mm -hmm. Like, you couldn't see it during commercials, but you would just come back and you're like, I don't know what part of the movie we're in again. Well, Uh, let's let's hit it because we got a hell of a list to go through already. Uh, Kicking off things, we got... Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Mobile Suit? I like Mobile Suit because I watched Mobile Suit a lot later in my life. I'm going to say it's pretty solid. I would say... I'd probably say like B. I'm going to start with a B. And you might... Remember all of... Remember all of these... I could be swayed very heavily in any direction with any of these. I'm trying to find the Mobile Suit Gundam. Chris organized all these. I did not organize these. So I'm, I'm hunting through them. I like the the aesthetic and for what it was back then, Wing, awesome, absolutely awesome. Looking I, back, I call I call Wing the entry level Gundam that everyone usually is like. I like Gundam, and you ask them like, okay, what's your favorite Gundam? And they're like Gundam Wing, and I'm like, okay, well, there's other Gundams out there. <laughs> it's not, it's not a bad choice, um, but there's definitely better out there. Uh, I, I, I feel like this is a C to be honest, because looking back, that voice acting is absolutely horrendous. It is well, some of the worst voice acting ever. That's the thing. When I went back and watched it, cause I didn't watch it on Toonami, but mm-hmm. I always knew it existed. I went back and watched the Japanese of it. Okay. I watched the original sub. Okay. So I have a different understanding. Is this mobile suit Gundam? I don't know. I'm just going to grab one that has Amaro in it and people can talk shit on me later. So, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I like it enough. I would say that it's, it's a, a low B. I'll meet you in the middle. It's a low B. A low B. Yep. All right. If I find the actual one, when we're going through, I'll switch it out, but I'm pretty sure that's, I think this is the newer one. That's what this cover looks like. It looks like it might have Char on it. I don't know. Anyway, uh yeah i can go with that low b we might move it down to a c so we'll see but let's uh, get to the next one next, next one, one is batman the animated series i'm gonna put this one at like a series a that's an a it was really good A tier. 
It's really good. It still has that one uh, Mr. Freeze episode that like got I don't it wasn't no Academy Awards or Emmys or anything, but whatever the big awards were that cartoons could get nominated for, mm-hmm. that specific episode got un- nominated for a few of those awards. Really? Yeah, it's a really good episode. It's a really good show. I didn't appreciate it as a child, but I appreciate it now. I mean, no. Oh, you ready for your first harem anime? <laughs> uh, sure. I'm not. Is- I'm not a Tenchi Muyo. When we say Tenchi Muyo, we're counting any iteration of Tenchi Muyo. Uh, yeah, I'm talking like- more the first one, but there were like three. Yeah, there was there was there was a few. There was like Tenchi in Tokyo, Tenchi Muyo One, Tenchi Muyo, some other Tenchi shit. Universe. Tenchi Universe. Uh, yeah. I do not like Tenchi, like at all. Uh, that's a D. I like a D. Jesus. A uh, D. I like. I I liked it because I was a pervy little boy. Okay. So that's why I liked it. But I, if you ask me, like, what's the storyline of Tenchi Muyo? You I got know. no fucking clue, dude. You have no idea. Like, I just know there's six women that are falling in love with this one dude for some reason. All I and did the, was pay the pet turn, The pet turns into a ship. I don't even remember that. Ryoki, which is Ryoko's little, like, I don't know, uh, cat rabbit thing. Mm-hmm. It turns into a ship later on, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with putting Tenchi on D. Fuck that shit. So. <sighs> uh, not fucking this shit, because Outlaw Star Outlaw is... Star I'm gonna put the, is the shit. Outlaw Star is super good. I had it. Where'd it go? I just had it. Uh... I can tell you everything about Outlaw Star because I have watched it so many times. And I got my pervy episode. I want to put it at A. I don't know if it deserves S. Where the fuck was Outlaw Star? I just had it. God damn it, I should have organized <laughs> these. Uh, I mean... What, what about you? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm fine with putting it as an A. I would even put it like super high A because I love that show. I, I think there it's it a high A, but I don't think it's quite S. All right, it's definitely an A. It's definitely an A. Mm-hmm. Uh, big O, Japanese Batman. You know what? I always saw it as a kid. Never super got into it. I still have not watched it as an adult, so I don't have a huge opinion on it. Okay. I like Japanese Batman. That's cool. <laughs> From what I remember of it, there was always like some really long drawl. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy would turn to the chick and like say a few words, his robot but waitress chick, whatever, then just gets into the robot and it's just, just like, boom. That's yeah. <laughs> That's the end of it. I should I should probably go back and watch it as an adult because it looks pretty good. I like I remember it being pretty good. Uh you want to put it at a B? I'm going to put it at a B. Uh, right. I'm going to put it ahead of Gundam Wing. You mean Gundam? We didn't do Gundam Wing yet. Oh, we did do Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Yeah, I thought we were talking talk- The whole time I was talking about that, I thought we were talking about Mobile Suit. You definitely said Wing. You definitely said Wing a few times. I did. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. What do we put him at? At B? Yeah, I'll put him a Gundam Wing at a B. Now I gotta find fucking Gundam Wing now. <laughs> like you sit there going, like, where's Char? I'm like, Char's not in fucking Gundam Wing, but okay. uh if we want to get dude, there's off brand Char <laughs> in Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing is just mobile suit Gundam at one point. 
It's 100% a retelling of Mobile Suit Gundam in the second half of Gundam Wing. Yeah. When, like, yeah, when Trey's is, like, out of the picture and mm-hmm. it's, uh, what's, what's not Char's name? I forgot. <laughs> I don't remember. He even wears, like, the mask and shit to make him look like he's Char. Uh, no, we're terrible at this. We shouldn't be doing the thing. We don't remember half these shows, but whatever. Let's go. Let's go. Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah. Now. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, that's the one that I went back and saw Japanese as a kid, or as an adult, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd say it's a pretty good. I wouldn't put it on the same level as like Outlaw Star and all that stuff. I would probably give it a solid B. High B? Yeah. I'm putting it behind Big O. That's just my personal thing on it. Yeah, I'm going to eventually find these, so there's there it is. So put it behind Big O. I still got to find Gundam Wing, so I'm just looking for uh, Hiei's fucking, not Hiei, Hiro's face on the front of it. It's not. It's it's literally Gundam Wing. Oh, that's all it says? It just says Gundam Wing? It says Gundam Wing, and then you see Wing Gundam. All right, I'll find it. So what's the next one? Next one, we got Dragon Ball. That's a Oh, I've got that classic. one. Uh... I'm gonna put this one at a B because I like I saw Dragon Ball Z first, so maybe it has some like input on me for that one. Because uh, I like, like I said, I like Dragon Ball Z more. But Dragon Ball is pretty good. I've always been of the thought of the opposite. Like Dragon Ball Z is good, but Dragon Ball actually has like story to follow. Like there was actually stuff that was going on outside of. Two guys fighting for eight episodes going on while Goku's in the hyperdimension time chamber bullshit. The um, story got a little annoying when it was just like, everybody's a Super Saiyan now. <laughs> that That's Z. Like, there was no Super Saiyan. I know, Saiyans that, that's in, what I'm saying about in Z. There's no Super Saiyans in OG Dragon Ball. There was just like, you had the androids, and then you had like all the tournaments you, you went there, to. It was, King you had Piccolo, the Red Ribbon Army. Red Ribbon Army. Like... I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball Vanilla. Like to me, that's an S tier. But if you're putting it at B, what you're putting yeah. that at an S tier? I'm putting that at S tier. I love Dragon Ball. I mean, I'll put it at S tier because I can't really remember. I I had never watched all of Dragon Ball. I'll meet I've you in the middle could... and put it at A. All right. I'm still looking for this Gundam Wing, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it eventually. I found Gundam Seed. For anyone know, like listening, like the reason, like, well, they fucking made it. Why can't they find it? We didn't make this. Like, this was already made, and we just made sure that everything that was on our list was on here. Right. So, like I said, Toonami had like over a hundred shows to go sifting through. We're picking only thirty-eight, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, next, Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond, super good. I'm gonna put it at an A tier. I would put it right behind the animated series. I, I, I does, like Batman Beyond. Does Dragon Ball, where does Dragon Ball go in the A series? I put it ahead of Batman. Alright. I'll agree with that. Who got next? Zoids? I saw that one. Hold on. I'm not. Oh, I found Gundam Wing. Hold on. I found Gundam Wing. Where did we say we put Gundam Wing again? We put Gundam <laughs> Wing at B tier at the end. Okay. All right, Zoids. This is what we got next. I love Zoids. I don't think it can hang 
with Batman Beyond and Dragon Ball and Outlaw Star, though. I never really got into Zoids. I always felt like... I got into Zoids because it had the models. I never got into the models. And if I if I had known that, maybe I'd think about it differently. I always felt like, even though everyone can probably argue really well that Zoids is better than OG Voltron, I always felt that it was discount Voltron because they never committed into making the giant mech. Well, yeah, it's, it's a totally different story than Voltron. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you're 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 trying to use Voltron. Reason? Voltron trying... was spit. It was Space Power Rangers is what Stop. it was. You're trying to use logic and reasoning against my lack thereof. Yours, you are what is wrong with America. <laughs> <laughs> logic, reasoning, no. It makes no sense on the dumb. Um, I, I'm going to sit this one out. Where would you put Zoids? I'm going to put it at a B. I don't, but the problem is I never, like, I don't... It's got that, like not cg in it but it kind of looks weird cg oh it's, it's like so it's totally cg is it that's like also, when they watched... first started using cg in anime dude it was like one of i'll put it movies. i'll put it at a c you put it i don't a think c? it yeah i'll put it at a c i don't think it could stay on the tier with gundam wing gut mobile suit gundam and big o i'm not gonna say it's shit tier like with d but i'll put it at a c okay i'll give you that one Hamtaro um, D. Yeah, D. Just put that at the end. I don't. That's some cutesy shit. It's fine. It was probably. I mean, it was fine for little young Japanese kids. So. I don't. I don't know why it ever ended up on on fucking tsunami. Like I, I just don't like. When you Dude, look even at the lineup like... that tsunami had, it was just like super dark, edgy, angsty yeah. teen bullshit. Hamtaro. Just even even Steve Bloom's character, the Tom, was like, "All right, whatever." Have you ever watched the Hamtaro promo? No. Whenever it comes up, he's like, "What is this?" And he starts like watching. He goes, "He goes, oh, I guess it's cute." <laughs> like I, they even made fun of it in the in their own fucking show. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. All right, not, not fuck it. G Gundam S tier. <laughs> no. Oh fuck you. No, I'm not letting you. G Gundam is better than the other two Gundams we've already talked about. Uh, sure. I hate G Gundam. You're stupid. I I'm leaving it at S tier. If Connor is listening to this and I don't put it at S tier, he's going to punch me the next time he sees me. <laughs> no. No. If you let me put G Gundam on S tier, I'll let you put Dragon Ball on S tier. No! Doubling that on it. No, no. Well, fucking. here's the thing. The audience can see my tier list. They can't see yours. I'm going to post it into the fucking chat. <laughs> I'm going to delete yours and then put it's mine safe. up. It's safe. I'm just going to keep it po putting it up there perpetually. I'm going to make a fucking Oh, my God. Uh, I'll put it, fine. I'll put it A tier, you fucking baby. Doesn't even belong up there either. Oh, fuck you. Fuck whatever. you. Go that show's so good. It's the best Gundam show. Where are you putting it? I put it at A. Uh, I'll put it at the end of all the other ones right now. Okay. Even though it's better than Dragon Ball. That's where it belongs. Whatever. Uh, what's the next one? He-Man. He I forgot that we decided to keep this one on here. I, I don't really can't talk about it because I never liked He-Man. Just as a kid, it wasn't my thing. So this was the 2002 version. Um, 
like I might I might not I don't think I ever watched that one. I always remember He Man as like the seventies one. Mm-hmm. I remember He Man and the Masters of the Universe being pretty fucking good. It this is well, the, then you, the American Canadian get... version. Um, like it was serious. It didn't have like that stupid bullshit from the seventies Orco or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, that said, like it's not super memorable. So if I'm gonna put it anywhere, I'm gonna put it probably C. All right. I was gonna say this one's all you on that one because. Oh shit! I'm just looking at everything. I don't know if we have enough room. <laughs> uh, uh, Transformers. I saw that one too. Where is it? So Transformers. This is Transformers Armada. Transformers uh, Cybertron. Energon. It's it's the. I don't think it's the it's Japanese. I think that's also American Canadian. Uh, but this Ooh. thing was dope. Transformers Armada was dope. I just like Transformers. So you gonna put it at A tier? I'm going to put that at A tier. I behind G Gundam. (laughs) I like it better than G Gundam. In fact, I like it better than a lot of the shows that are in A tier. Um, I don't think we should get so far as we need to organize the tiers. I think we just need to put them in tiers and then fucking whatever. That's the tier they're in. Sure. Uh, We don't have enough time to do that. We don't have a 17 hour podcast to do this. (laughs) I'll, I'll put it in A tier. Okay. Uh, next one, I legitimately believe this should be S tier. I concur. It's Samurai Jack. Jack. Yeah. Samurai, Samurai Jack. Jack. Samurai Jack might be the only S tier out of this. Uh, I didn't watch Dot Hack Sign. Um, it's fucking weird. There's Dot a shit ton Sign. of video games. There's a lot of video games. The video games are... Okay. Like, you have to really like... MMO RPGs, but you're playing it by yourself. Like yeah, that's that's, that's what I never understood. Um, but the story is moderately interesting, but you're talking about 30, 40 hour games, four parts. So you're dedicating 160 hours yeah. to a series. Uh, if you're playing the video games, as far as the show is concerned, I. The only thing I know that it's like some some disabled chick that's trapped in the game. Why are you laughing? That's literally the plot. It sounds like There's a Dot p- Hack was a worse version of uh, what's the MMO show that's like big that people love that I fucking hate. Sword Art. Yes, I would watch Dot Hack over Sword Art. Really? Okay. Really? You heard it here, folks. <laughs> really. Like this isn't so where even are you a putting good it? dot hack. Like there is there is one with uh I forget Infection or something like that. Well no, that's the video game. Infection is the video game. It's part one of the four part video game. Uh and they don't not even getting into like the GU games either. Uh, I remember like one of the main characters' name was Kite, which is based off of the the video game. Uh but they did an anime of that. I thought that was pretty good. But as far as vanilla dot hack, um I wouldn't put it D tier. That's a low C. That's a low C. It's a low C. That's funny. That's exactly where I put it before we knew where it was going to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't even remember this being played on Toonami. It, it had to have been in the late 2000s because it was not in like a lot of the OG stuff, I don't think. 
Uh, the thing is, oh god, I'm gonna have real fun trying to find this one. Uh, I would legitimately put this at S tier. This anime made me. This anime, including the movie, which I am going to lump all that in because the movie actually ends the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, made me question things about my life at 13. Yeah, dude. It fucked my head up. This is the first anime I watched and uh, the anime series X where main characters were getting killed. And they weren't being brought back with Dragon Balls. Okay. It affected me hardcore. It's not my S tier, but I'll allow it. I'm still trying to find Apparently it. Apparently it so. aired in 2003, which is strange. I think that's I probably the... Tsunami back then. I, I, 2003 was, I think, I would have been... No, I should have been all about Toonami back then, too. You know what? I bet you it was, like, real late Saturday night. Because they didn't show the same things that were in the afternoon as the, the evening. Yeah. Do you have... What's your Evangelion look like? Tell me uh, what it looks like. Uh... It looks like a Gundam in the background and a bunch of people in front. That's that's Gundam is what you're talking about. Is that the one that you're using? Because there's that's not an because uh, I don't see an Evangelion. All right, I think that might be. Yeah, whatever. This Gundam, this is obviously a Gundam, yeah. but we're gonna say, we're gonna say I'll put it at S tier. Uh, Yu Yu show. S tier. S tier. That's <laughs> that's like S tier. That's your and that's another like both of our S tiers. Like that's number one on top. Fuck that shit rest. still holds up to. Besides like the last season, the last season's like kind of that, and I think whatever the first season was that didn't have Kuabara, they aren't the best seasons, but the other seasons pick up the slack. So, I think like as far as. Yu Yu Hakusho actual on Toonami, not what was shown on Adult Swim or whatever thereafter. Uh, mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho, I believe, only went as far as Chapter Black or Episode Black, which is Sensui. Uh, and Sensui's, yeah, I don't think we got the last two seasons in America, like on Toonami or anything. I don't think we got the last season. The last season is the Demon Tournament. Uh, when yeah, because they were like, oh, we shit, we got to go back and make this good again. <laughs> Let's yeah. just do another tournament. When it, when it comes to, like, the three kings and the demon tournament after fucking Yusuke's father dies, spoilers. Um, Sensui's arc is amazing. Like, the dark tournament is, like, what established what a tournament arc should be. Mm. But, and now it's like... It she, did it, you, you it, did it better than Dragon Ball did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Peak Yu Yu Hakusho is Sensui's arc. Um, mm. Just the entire series is fantastic. Yu Yu Hakusho S tier. I can go home. But we're not because we got Rurouni Kenshin yeah. next. Uh, I mean, I'm going to put Rurouni Kenshin at either a high, high, high A or S tier. Because Rurouni Kenshin's super freaking good. Rurouni Kenshin falls into the same situation as Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, they did not air the last season, which is absolutely god fucking awful Mm -hmm. um so if you know anything about the manga and its correlation to what came out in the anime uh everything is almost uh one for one up until the shishio's fall 
after mm. Kenshin beats Shishio. In the anime, Kenshin, I think, goes to like Hokkaido or China or some other fucking country. Where meanwhile, in the actual anime, uh, Kenshin starts revealing about his life and the events of Samurai X, which leads which into is brutal the the Enshin or Enshi arc which is his wife's brother, and they have their final showdown on the beach, um, which really, really good arc. And if you ever want to see that, I would recommend watching both Samurai X movies and Samurai X, uh, fuck, what one? It's not the movie. I think it's Reflections. Yeah, because it's like a couple episodes. Mm, Samurai, Samurai X is two episodes, yeah. But Reflections, I think, is a full-on movie. I mean, if, if really the best way to consume Runa Kenshin is the manga, because you get everything mm-hmm. in it. But like, I'm looking at my mom. I have like they it's they did it with uh, Dragon Ball Z as well. They came out with the big thick mangas, the talk about which it. is like, yeah, I have one, three, four, and five. I'm looking for two right. I don't know how many there are, but I'm looking for two right now. I just know that there's 26 volumes of the small ones because. I have the and I think in in each of those, I think each of those holds like four or five. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, Roni can't. So what are we going to do? S tier or a, high A tier on that? That's that's an S tier for me. It's right after Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm fine with that. Uh, a two of those, two of our S tiers are samurais. <laughs> uh, following up is Justice League. This is this is Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. I think that's the name. I'm gonna put it at B. Uh, it was a good show, but I don't think it should be on the same level as Batman animated series. I really like Justice League, like old old school Justice League. Not like old old school, not the super <laughs> old old school. Yeah, uh, Justice League. I'll put it at B. I think it's a high B. All right, uh, where is it? I'll put it in front of. I mean, we're not doing that, so whatever. So I'll I'll Uh, organize the way that I like it later. Cyborg 009. I always thought the premise was very interesting in this show, but I never watched all of it. Cyborg 009 is really fucking cool. I wish that I got enough of the story to really understand everything that was going on. Essentially, the premise is uh, nine people get kidnapped or taken or saved i don't know how uh by this professor and each cyborg is given a specific ability so 009 special ability is acceleration mode where he's able to move so fucking fast that nobody else can see him uh you got another bitch the 002 i think he's the guy that flies he's got like that really wild hair baby 001 he's super smart and so on and so forth uh I like 009. I like 009 quite a bit. I would say that that is a high B, low A for me. All right. I'll put that in there. Uh, What do we got next? Dragon Ball GT. That's the one I was looking for in the list. I, yeah, there are parts. There's just so much filler in GT. The fights in GT are oh, fine. Cool. But there's, it is, like, before Naruto came out, I think it was pretty notorious for being, like, just fucking filler. Yep. Basically until, like, what's the two major fights? Shenron and Bebe. Yeah. That's it. It's, like, the seven-starred uh, Shenron or whatever, the seven-star dragon, and then it's Bebe. Yep. 
Uh, I would so say it's I would, a high D. Yeah, when I find it, I'll throw it in there, but I can't find I'm seeing like a Dragon... I'm guessing one of these is Dragon Ball Kai, and maybe one of these is GT, but the front of them look GT really has, similar. GT has Young Goku. It's blue. Wait, I yeah, I saw that one earlier. There it is, GT. That, te- that shit, too, just making him young again, which I think strictly so they could get his tail back, or I don't know. It was... It was stupid. Uh, what do we got? Duel Masters? I got no fucking clue on Duel Masters, dude. Duel it Masters. sounds like a shit Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> it, it was riding the high of the card game fiasco oh, yeah. bullshit. Uh, success of Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Duel Masters just tried to be straightforward and say, hey, this is an actual card game with no <laughs> magical bullshit going on. Well, nobody wants that. I don't know. Uh, I I watched the pass of time. I honestly don't think it's terrible, but the only thing I know is like you have shields and you get the shields to your hand. Is the cover of a guy with like green in the background? Uh, no, it's it's got the main character. He's got black and white hair, and then there's another guy dressed in white. I'm gonna put that in C. Should put that in. All right. Whenever I find it, I'll put it in there yeah oh, i i keep seeing fucking zatch bell and we knocked that off of our list so god, that's not a god all right uh when i find it i'll throw it in there cool. what do we got next jackie chan adventures jackie oh gosh i love that i show. didn't i heard it's good i just didn't watch a lot as a kid cool that's an a don't even all worry right. about it that's an a i'll put it in a what do we got next mobile suit seed Wait, I thought we were. I didn't watch Seed. I can't. I heard see. Seed. Do I? Seed is okay. Seed's, Seed's okay. Seed's pretty good. Uh, I I would put Seed at B. All right. Whenever I find it, I will. I saw it earlier, so whenever I find it, I'll put it in there. Cool. Uh, it is better than Gundam Wing. Megas XLR. Uh, I've always heard super fucking good things about this show. Sadly, I didn't watch it. Megas XLR peaks really, really early. Uh, probably by episode six, seven is when things gets a little weird. Um, but those first six episodes are fucking legendary. Really? Yeah. I, I fucking love it. So... For me, I'm going to say that this is a strong B. You're going to say a strong B for Megas? Strong B for Megas. And honestly, if you like mech anime, but you like the American jokes and shit like that, uh, it's an American take on it. It's a bunch of dudes from Hoboken, New Jersey. It's great. Oh, I found uh, the Duel Masters. Where did we say for Duel Masters? Uh, C. C. Gotcha. What was the other one we were looking for? Gundam Seed. All right, I'll find that one. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, Rave Master is next. I don't know fucking anything about this show. I'm not dude. a huge fan of Rave Master, man. Rave Master had like a really cool character design. I mean, in my eyes, uh, was was it a was it a Shonen? It was it was Shonen Jump. Uh, I remember. Rave Master first by the manga. And then when the anime came out, I'm like, all right, it's cool. 
there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of character designs that Rave Master brought to the table, but the mm-hmm. storyline just didn't follow through. Like when I think of Fairy Tale, I think of the design of Rave Master. I think there's a few similarities with that. Well, there's a lot of anime, especially nowadays, that I'm just like, someone's like, oh, this is fairy tale. I was like, I thought that was Black Clover. So, <laughs> uh, but I've but, had a, I've had a lot of people tell me that about uh, what's the one Soul Eater, and I love Soul Eater. Eh, I'm not a huge fan of it, but Rave Master, I would put that as a C. Uh, manga's better. Uh, all right, what did we say for Gundam Seed? Because I just found it. Gundam Seed, I put it in a B. All right. Okay, I think we're caught up on all the ones that I missed. All right, Teen Titans. I saw Teen Titans. Uh, this, I absolutely loved loved and still love Teen Titans. I got so mad when Teen Titans Go came out that I totally did the hipster move and said, this ain't my fucking Teen Titans. Get this shit out of my face. <laughs> I would put Teen Titans. I, I want to put it at S, but I know that I shouldn't. But I would have to at least put it at a high A. Here's my thing about Teen Titans. I do not like the Teen Titans. I respect the Teen Titans. I know everyone else loves the Teen Titans. They got some good episodes, dude. Every time. Yeah, even even the deep shit. Look, it's 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 a great show. It's not for me. So I'm going to reserve my judgment. I'm going to let you take the wheel. I'll, I'll put it in a I'll put it in a. Since we can't both agree on it, it doesn't get to go into uh, S tier. Okay, I just ha- accidentally hit the back button and thought I fucked everything up. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, it didn't save. What did we put? We put Hamtaro in D, uh, D and we put Tenchi Muyo in D. Dragon. GT. I think it. I think it kept everything else. Okay, fingers crossed. We'll find out at the end. Oh, we put GT and T. I thought we put that in C. Oh, D. I thought we agreed D, but it's fine. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! I remember the first two seasons being aired on Toonami, and that was it. So we have Battle City, and we have the Millennium Puzzle, or Duelist Island, Duelist Kingdom. That shit. Uh, Looking back, I like Duelist Kingdom more because I felt like there was more stupid bullshit that was going on. (laughs) Is that the one where they were walking around? Was that was that the one with Pegasus? Pegasus yeah. was the first arc. Pegasus wasn't it? was Duelist Kingdom. So what was the one where they were walking around the city? That's Battle City Tournament. That's uh, okay. Se- second season. Second season, like, was my favorite season of all of Yu-Gi-Oh. But mm-hmm. looking back, I do have a soft spot for Duelist Kingdom because of the absolute fuckery that was going on. Like they literally, like Saito the, the was English just fucking people. Team looked at that fucking anime and was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" I don't fucking know. Just wing <laughs> it. Just put it on the docket. They'll watch it. it. It was it was dumb. Like I remember, I and I'm pretty sure this is what it was. Uh, Yugi versus Weevil. Um, <laughs> that was the first season. Yeah. Well, I, versus, I, they probably played against each other again. Yugi versus Weevil. Uh, they're in the forest. Uh, Weevil brings out like this giant fucking moth, and it's like, oh, because it's a forest. Uh, yeah. It gets like five hundred more attack points, and it's like, oh yeah, I summon summon skull, 
And it's just a skull. I'm like, well, that's not going to kill it. It was like, well, he summons lightning and you have a flying creature. And it just outright kills it. And I'm like, what yeah, the fuck? It's, <laughs> it's some stupid ass, some stupid ass rules that didn't exist in the actual card game. Oh, uh, it was, it was dumb. It was absolute fucking dumb. Uh, but I did watch a. I watched a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. I watched a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh too. I'm going to put that at B. That's a B for me. Now, because it does get stupid later on, because they start. One of the series is like they battle on motorcycles. Okay, first off, fuck you, because Five Ds <laughs> is the best. Five Ever. No, 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 dude. Five Ds. There is no like Five Ds mumbo jumbo <laughs> with the main character. You say is like. Okay. I oh, you mean have... Yugi when he cheats? Yeah, no, he doesn't cheat. He is like the most honest. He's a criminal, but he's the most honest man okay. of all the fucking like Yugi main characters. He's just like, okay, I need to find all the cards that I can and come up with actual strategy to fucking win. No other main character does that shit. Everyone has like a fucking Millennium Puzzle or a fucking spirit friend, or they, they're just like... Or a rod. <laughs> yeah, it's... No, he's like pure sweat and blood tears. All right. Five I'm D's fine with that. Fuck you. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> 5D's nuts, bitch. Uh, what we got Dragon next? Ball Z. Uh, oof. Oof. Dragon Ball Z, like shaped my childhood man <laughs> so here's my thing about dragon ball z i'm i we talk about filler <laughs> you want to talk about the king of filler this is dragon ball z i am i we can't say dragon ball uncut because i think dragon ball uncut was 2012 forward no dragon ball z uncut was aired uh before that on the late night tsunami before adult swim was a thing Oh yeah. There would be an hour of uncut where they would play uncut uh Gundam Wing and uncut Dragon Ball Z. Hmm. Uh the filler, man. I just remember the filler and on Toonami that's Those... like unacceptable. No, even as a kid like I didn't care about the fillers cuz I was so invested in it, man. Like except for like the episode where it was called Frieza Defeated and it just spoiled the episode. <laughs> Dude, man, you got, and so I'm taking into account the first Goku and Vegeta fight I saw, which had Brian Drummond as the Vegeta voice. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody knows this, but I absolutely do not like Chris Sabat as Vegeta. I like Chris Sabat and a lot of other, like he's fine as All Might. He's fine as, he's a very good voice actor. But if you go back and listen to the Brian, so older Vegeta, Chris Sabat's voice is fine. Like, I would say probably the Android area, era, mm -hmm. when everyone started getting more buff and stuff like that. That's fine. I'm fine with Chris Sabat then. But up until then, it should have been Brian Drummond. Because if you go and watch the YouTube videos of when, it's specifically when Vegeta is on Namek and he finds out that Krillin and Gohan stole his Dragon Balls. And he fucking goes legit crazy. Brian Drummond's voice acting is legitimately a little terrifying. Like, you're actually scared of Vegeta. You're like, oh, these guys are fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> but then they went back, because that's the Ocean dub. And then they yeah. went back and changed it, when because it's the Funimation dub with Chris Sabat. And they went back and redid all of the, 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 the lines and everything. Garbage. But, uh, 
Brian Drummond's Vegeta is really good. Uh, I'd have to put it at A tier, man. I'd, I'd put it at the same level as Dragon Ball. Okay. Because, I mean, let's just even take out the filler. Like, there's a lot of good... It's a lot more good fights than GT has, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it has good fights. I just think that story-wise, it's very... I don't know. I feel it's a little bit more rudimentary, where it's just like, okay, fight Frieza, and then the Cell arc, which it's arguably the best arc in the in all of dragon the Ball. cell arc is the best is the best arc uh but then after that it's like back to back to back of this majin boo bullshit which don't get me wrong i love kid boo and i think super boo is pretty cool too but it's just more of the same thing it's just like that inevitable power creep that just goes on and on and on i also i just don't like that they and that i think that's because boo has a lot of i feel like a lot of places where you can see some GT, even though I know GT came after it, but I get GT vibes where they just keep like, we got to find this. Like, Gohan was supposed to be, the Cell Saga was a very good ending because Cell was supposed to be the ultimate life form. Right. Created from all of the Z fighters. Right. And uh, Gohan just like, this. that's the best transformation in the whole. It, I would put Super Saiyan uh, 2 Gohan's transformation higher than Goku's Super Saiyan 1 transformation. And for that reason, I think that Dragon Ball Z should be a B tier. Because, like, it's great up until Majin Buu. Yeah, I mean, even if you look at the first th- three arcs, because you have the Saiyan, Saiyan Saga, the Namek Saga, and then it goes into the Frieza Saga. Mm-hmm. Those are all super coherent and go all in together. Yeah, no, they're and great. Are great. And, and then, then at the end of that, it kind of chills. And then goes into Android and Cell, which is fine. But then that Boo Saga is really rough. The Boo Saga is rough. And I like the Cell Saga because it's a callback to everything that was going on in Dragon Ball. Yeah, there's a lot of references. I mean, even that one general so shows up because he's half yeah. like Cyborg. So that's why for me, I think that it should be B. Because right up until Majin Boo, And Majin Boo is long. Majin Boo is like... 40 episodes of them even learning what Majin Buu is. Now, we do get the sort of the rematch we wanted between Majin Vegeta and uh, Super Saiyan 2 Goku, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. But other than that, like, those fights aren't, like, even when, like, Gohan becomes Mystic Gohan and then loses right away. <laughs> I, I don't know what they were thinking. So, I, yeah, I'm fine with putting it at B tier. Uh, Next up, Prince of Tennis. I don't know what the fuck this anime is because I never saw it. I don't even know what the front of it looks like. It's some kid in the hat. It's some kid. Oh, is that the one with... And then there's like a red-haired guy off to the right of the picture? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you you get to place this one. <laughs> uh, Prince of Tennis is okay. Like, I, I really more or less read the manga on this one. And it's it see. it's good. It's not the best sports anime out there, but it's it's just moderately good. Anime okay. wise, I, I felt it was okay. So um, C. I'm, yeah, I would put Prince of Tennis at C. Okay. Ben Ten. I know there's a huge following for Ben Ten. There's even different arcs. There's a time jump. Uh, I didn't like it as a kid. I didn't like it no. either. The the problem is, the problem is like I don't watch enough of it to know. I can't just be like I didn't watch a D tier because that's not fair. Yeah. So 
maybe we need to put it in its uh, a tier of like we don't know. <laughs> Honestly, don't even don't even rate it then. Because we don't have enough information. I to don't put have on enough it. information. Like, I know it's good, but I just don't. I don't. I didn't watch it. Dislike it. I dislike it because it was like the entire premise was weird to me. I just didn't. I it didn't vibe with me. Right. So, yeah. Drop that. I'm trying to find uh, Voltron on the list. I can't find it though. Voltron I is a little bit hidden. I had to look at the top of the. Uh, words. In fact, I don't even think I have Voltron. I think I have fucking. Is that Voltron? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Okay, I'm not looking at you. That's new Voltron that they have on there. But I'm just making oh, okay. account for old Voltron. All right. Well, I'll. Look I didn't the... watch Voltron as a kid. <laughs> okay, Voltron's cool. Um, it's it's really old school cheesy. Um. But if if you like the cheese, if you like the '80s cheese, you like Voltron. Uh, the, Voltron was my first foray in mech anime, so it's got a soft spot for me. But oh, I found it. Yeah, th- I think this is the newer Voltron. Even I can identify that it's it's rough around the edges. I would say that this is like a weak B, strong C. All right, I'll put it in the C's then. The new Voltron I heard is really good. It is really good, and it's a shame that they rushed the the seventh and eighth season because the new that Voltron... shit has eight seasons. Yeah, that Jesus shit is wrong. I remember when it only had two. Uh, anyway, what do we got? This is another old one, and I just remember the music and the vague racism. Uh. <laughs> Johnny Quest, the real adventures of Johnny Quest. It was yeah. one of the beginners of Toonami. It, yeah, so Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, I believe, was Cartoon Network's first, like, I don't want to say mature, but it was, like, one of their first, like... I mean, Hanna-Barbera, like, it's a mature for Hanna-Barbera. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. I didn't necessarily like it. But growing up with it, I always felt that the 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 effects were cool. Like they were utilizing CG to make water effects and effects with the winds and the backgrounds and shit like that. Character design is really rough, though. Yeah. I just remember I remember the three main characters, the older white guy, the older white haired white guy, mm-hmm. Johnny Quest, and then his. The guy that wore the turban, the young kid that wore the turban, Haji, 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 it's Haji. Haji. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's another one of those things where it's just like I remember what everything looks like, but the storyline is just not memorable at all. Um, I, I would put that at D. I think Johnny Quest. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't watch this on Toonami. I watched this on WB, I believe. I watched this I watched on it BPN Nine. Uh, Beast War, Transformers, Beast Wars. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. I went back and recently watched some of it. Uh, it don't hold up. No, Beast Wars is terrible. <laughs> it's it, it was super cool awful. as a kid. Well, it's a super cool as a kid because it had the reboot uh, animation, and that shit was new. Yeah, like we thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah. cool. It doesn't hold up, but I don't know, man. It has a very interesting storyline. It has a shit ton of like 
uh, cool uh, Transformer guys that show mm-hmm. up. Uh, there's legitimate deaths that happen towards the end. <laughs> so I can watch Beast Wars over watching GT. Okay, but you still want it to be in the D tier? <laughs> You're going to put it in the C tier? I'm going to put it in C tier because if I had the choice of watching Duel Masters and Beast Wars, I'm going to watch Beast Wars. We put Duel Masters in C, didn't we? We did. All right. It's, in, it's behind Dot Hack. <laughs> That's where it goes. Uh, Sailor uh, Moon. Sailor look, Moon for the, the culture. I think Sailor Moon. <sighs> I didn't watch it enough. I don't want to say it's S tier because I'm not like fucking Sailor Moon. That's right. Like these other ones. But I do feel like it was very, very important. I think that it comes down to it's watchable and it's decent. Like I can sit through watching all the episodes of Sailor Moon and not be bored. I won't necessarily like it, but I'm not going to hate myself for it. So I think it at least deserves to be in B. Oh, I actually put it in A. You want to put it in B tier? I think B tier is where it should go. I, I might need to go back and watch it. That Some people said that reboot was really good, too. I just thought it was pretty powerful for, especially, like, there wasn't, like, a little girl anime growing up, mm-hmm. except for Sailor Moon. Like, it was all, like, dudes and robots, or, like, dudes, like, Dragon Ball Z is, like, the fucking dude anime. Like, that, right. like... And I felt like it was very important. Like Sailor Moon was like, oh, these chicks are like, like these girls are superheroes and they're the main characters and all this other stuff. So I'm fine with putting it at a B though. I need to go back and watch it. I might change my opinion on it then. Uh, I thought we took this one out, but you kept super friends in. <laughs> oh no, I did not mean to keep that in there. Okay. All right. The only thing about good about super friends are the goofy bumpers that they had with it. So now reboot. Okay. Reboot so, had a good storyline, but that CG stuff is rough. It's a guilty pleasure for me. I as with me. Like, I actually like Reboot. Um I I would put Reboot at B. I do I remember the army the the Evil Dead episode. Right. Where yeah, they yeah. were yeah. And then I remember when they actually lost. Like, it has such a good premise. They're just like, oh, we live in this, you know, cybernetic world and all this other stuff. But every mm-hmm. once in a while, these fucking cubes come down and we got to play a game. And if we don't, we die. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you get Go. your cool little time jump and all that stuff. So Reboots my shit. I like it a lot. Um, and then the, the last one on our list is Ronin Warriors. I'm putting Ronin Warriors in S tier because Ronin Warriors is fucking good, dude. I don't know if it's S tier for me. I think it's very, very, very good. I think it's very, very good as well. But it's I that old school it. anime style that I like. It has very good storyline. It has memorable characters, both good characters and bad characters. I don't think it's better than Outlaw Star. Yeah, I can put it in A. Well, how about this? I think after seeing how everything is, I think Outlaw Star should be an S tier. I think Outlaw Star holds its own because Outlaw Star is one season mm-hmm. and it holds its own with these other ones that are in S tier. Okay. okay. I, I can put you. Outlaw Star in S tier. I'll put Outlaw Star in S. 
And, and then Ronin we can put Ronin Warriors in A. In A. Now, let's keep in the fact, if people are watching the video, this list has a lot of other ones that are people like, fuck it, you didn't put Cowboy Bebop, and you didn't put Samurai Shampoo, and My Hero Academia. We're doing a specific time frame, and a lot of those came out on Not Toonami. They came out on uh, Adult Swim, like Cowboy Bebop did, and Cowboy Bebop's being played on Toonami again. But uh, also, just to make, just for the record, My Hero Academia would be the first in S tier. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's that fucking good. I love that show. Megalobox is on here. That would definitely be a very high A. JoJo's yep. Bizarre Adventure. That would be high A S tier for me. Gurren Lagan, 100% S tier. So there we go. We'll post that. Uh, make sure to j- jump in our Twitter or jump in our Discord and make sure to follow us on Twitter. And we'll post this on both of those so you guys can see a little sneak peek of the podcast. So, yep. There we go. It only took us an hour. So there we go. That's not awful. We haven't done a tier. What was our last tier list we did? I can't even remember. I think it's like episode four when we did every console ever. Ugh, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> You're like, well, the turbo graphics has to be in there. And I'm just like, it doesn't. But <laughs> no, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Ow, no, that was a good it? episode. Those were good. Fuck. That was good content. Fuck you. I think mm. it's great. Oh, all right. Well, uh, we had some fun with that one, but I do, before we get into the weeks, because uh, there's a lot of, this particular thing that we're about to talk has affected both of us as it has affected almost everybody in the United States. Uh, we we have, Chris and I, we have a very small platform, but it is a platform nonetheless, and we want to bring up the current things that are happening with the uh, protesting and the everything that's been going on. If you don't know what we're talking about, or if you listen to us and you're out of the country, uh, just go on Twitter for two seconds and you'll see it. So uh, we want to make it very, very clear that we both agree with the Black Lives Matter movement. Yep. We agree with the justice for uh, George Floyd and all the other black victims that have been uh, murdered by police officers. Uh I do want to say we're all for for the protesting. Like I have been in the last few days, I've been feeling actually really, really bad. Like I've been mentally just like about to lose it because I want to be out there and I want to be out there protesting with everybody else because I feel like I'm not doing enough. What I'm doing is I'm sharing stuff that I can find on Twitter. I'm sharing stuff that uh, places you can donate, ways to support people. I even supported a little bit myself. Uh, but I just feel like I'm not doing enough and don't feel like, don't feel like I've been feeling as long as you're doing something to help with the movement. I feel like that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So on to our actual weeks. So Christopher, we have been gone for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, we needed, we needed to take a little time to, like we've said, World's a little crazy right now. Our jobs have been pretty stressful. Uh, but we need to take some time just to relax. Deep but we are now... Yes. It's good to do that every every once in a while. But what have you been doing besides fixing that fucking bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because... Uh, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm still fighting that goddamn leak upstairs. <laughs> It might be time to call somebody. Oh, no. I've already, like, thrown in the... T- like, Tiff and I had an argument this morning over it. And I'm literally just like, no, you need to call a plumber. Just 
Is that why she was Jawa? She was Jawaing up in a blanket. No, that that was just her being a child. No, we we got into an argument over that stupid fucking pipe, and I'm just like, no, you need to call a fucking plumber. The problem is, is like somewhere on that pipe construction, there is a leak, and I tried using Flex Seal to to fix it, and it just what? is not working. <laughs> And she's just like, no, let's just take apart the vanity and try to get in there and try to fix it. What? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you got to no, tear apart drywall. <laughs> you really don't understand. It's not going to work. Because the problem is that if it's connected to the wall, I can mm-hmm. cut it off right near the wall. But I get one shot. If I fuck yeah. it up any further than that. I have to go into the drywall and it becomes a bigger issue than it is. And if I fuck it up to the point where I can't do anything, I still have to pay a plumber. Might as well just cut out the middleman and do it now. And that's where we're at. That's what we're doing. Um, I'm assuming it's the weekend, so you haven't got any quotes or anything yet. Right. I'll get it tomorrow. But beyond that, um, I've been having some health issues that I'm trying to fix. Um that's been a major focus on me. The combination of the stress and the hypertension, um, getting back into not the gym, but getting back to working out, um, eating right. It's the entire coronavirus has been a really bad excuse to not do anything. So I'm, I'm just I'm fixing it now because it's gotten serious. But if you don't want that ring fit, let me know. <laughs> We're here for video games, and I'm going to talk about video games. I revisited Death's go. Gambit. Uh, I've talked about Death's Gambit before. Um, yeah. This time I've really dived into it. That is a fantastic game. Graphically, it's a, it's a little bit wonky, but mm. that is still a fantastic game with an excellent story. And I recommend everyone, if you're into the 2D Souls-like games, try out Death's Gambit. It, I am a firm believer it's it's now one of my favorite Soulsborne games. Uh, oh, wow. It's great. Um, Grand Blue Fantasy, I've been d- jumping into that. The only reason why I bring that up is because i gotten a few of my friends to play it. Uh, it's like you're the nights. coronavirus. You're just spreading it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting other people to play it. Uh, a couple nights ago, we had a fighting game night, and the deal was I play – I make them play Grand Blue – I now have to play DBFC. So I have a week oh, that's a good to game. practice. It is a d- good game. I don't personally like it because it's not the fighting style that I enjoy. You don't like Marvel games, like the Marvel it's, style, like 3v3s. It's not the 3v3. It's the auto combos. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot That about was that. my deal with it. But I'm going Just to... Just get bad at the game. <laughs> no, I've already spent like money on all the characters. I'm going to do this. So I'm going to, I have a week to practice my, my DBFZ, my Goku's It's team Goku. It's going to be all Goku. And no. Okay. So ultra instinct Goku and uh dragon ball, super Broly. And then one other Goku is like a fucking awesome team. Dragon ball, super Broly is really good. So I was actually thinking of going Vegeta, UI, Goku and Bardock. Bardock's good too. I heard those three like Vegeta's hands down the best character in the game, followed by Bardock, and then it's a which Vegeta? Are you talking old school Vegeta? 
not like old old school Vegeta, but I think it's the Vegeta from when the game launched. Not because, <laughs> not shoulder pads Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, not shoulder pad Vegeta. Other Vegeta. Uh, apparently, that Vegeta has really good uh, assists. Uh, I think so I, does Bardock as well. Bardock has good assists as well. So I don't I, I don't know how the entire science behind it works, but I'm assuming you lead in with UI Goku, and then just assist to the fucking hell Vegeta in Bardock. So we'll see. I Like I said, I played it once and I have a week to practice in order to get on their level because like they really play DBFZ and I really don't. Oh, so, so I'm guessing you beat their ass at Grand Blue and now they're getting, trying to get some revenge. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, thing, the thing is, it's like, I let them have their chance with Grand Blue. I hadn't touched Grand Blue in about two weeks up until then. Um, and I just stuck with the characters that I know. Like, I know Percival, which Percival is a terrible character. Um, and I play Zoe, which Zoe is also not that good of a character. But, you know, I know how to use them the most. Um, then you have my friends who are trying out all different things and it's, it's, it was a learning experience for them. They learned, just don't teach them low aim. (laughs) Yeah. Don't teach them low aim. That's the secret. (laughs) Cause goddamn, I'm going to lose my fucking mind if they, if they pull that shit off. Uh, but no, they, uh, they start playing Matera, which Matera is like one of the top three characters in the game. Uh, she's got crazy normals crazy uh she she's a bow and character she's a range character but she is so fast oh yeah 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 really fucking hard to react i think she's been good since launch yeah she has she's consistently one of the best characters in the game uh i think right now top three is catalina fairy and matera uh and i'm thinking about picking up uh catalina or leaning on jita because they have a good matchup against Matera. Because she's just relentless. I can't hit her as as Percival. Like, I'll win rounds. I will not win the match. It's just so stacked against me. Right. So, uh, but gotcha. that's Grand Blue. I tried out this new... Tiff has... Every now and then, Tiff will pick out a game that she wants to see. And last night or the night before, she picked out this game called Strange Brigade. Strange Brigade is a four-player co-op shooter. It's a third-person shooter. It's a little bit in the vein of Warhammer Vermintide, which great game, by the way, and Left 4 Dead. Um, okay. Less of an emphasis on killing like undead creatures and zombies and shit like that. I mean, they're there, but the real emphasis is on the puzzles and the problem-solving. So, mm. so a shooter yeah, Zelda. It's Yeah, kind of shooter Zelda, but it's set in 1920s Egypt. Um, the game is actually surprisingly beautiful. Uh, it looks, it looks really, really good. I, I, I thought that I was getting into like a top-down experience, like Diablo, the way that it was described. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's actually like fairly well done. You have four characters. The only significance that each of the four characters has is what kind of special or what kind of ultimate that they have. But you, they have like their own standard loadout, but you can swap their loadout with other weapons that each of the other characters have. So if you wanted everyone to have fucking shotguns, everyone can have shotguns. Um, I think the only off-putting thing about it is that the only black character in the game is a tribal woman 
that's still dressed oh, no. up in like her face paint and her garb. And I'm just that's you could have had anything else. Anything else. But they I guess they went with like that true British interpretation of what the tribal people look like. And it's terrible. I I, I You could just stop talking now. <laughs> Like, Not a good subject to hit on right now. <laughs> it, there's there's a lot of good in that game, but like during the time that I started playing it and just what it is, I just sat there. I'm like, Tiff, I can't do this right now. Someone's gonna knock on my door. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, All right. Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition. I only got to play a little bit of it, but I'm already in love with it. Xenoblade Chronicles 1 is my favorite RPG of all time. Uh, when they when they announced the remake, I lost my shit. Uh, they announced a new um, a new storyline to go along like the post game. Obviously, I haven't gotten there, but I'm super excited for it. It's the they revamped everything. That game is absolutely gorgeous for the Switch, um, and they've added a lot of quality of life. Uh, elements to it like now whenever you use your special attacks uh, they're they have notification icons to let you know when you can max out your damage so if I'm using ability that's like backslash backslash says if I'm behind an enemy and I use this against them I get double damage it'll let you know when you should be using that um, hmm. if you're against enemies that are you know you're against the mechon the thing with the mechon is that nobody can hurt them unless you have the monado and there's an, a Monado enchantment that allows everyone to be able to deal damage to the Mechon. It'll let you know when you're fighting the Mechon that you should be using that skill. So there's a lot of... Um, hand-holding. <laughs> I guess you could say hand-holding, <laughs> but for people who have not played the game and don't understand right, right. what... Like me. Xenoblade... Yeah, like for you. Like if you've never played the first Xenoblade, there's a lot of like like things that they don't necessarily talk about unless you listen to the lore that they're now spelling out for you. Gotcha. So, I mean, it's great. Plus they introduce expert mode, which allows you to manipulate the levels across all the characters so that now whenever you do quests, you won't get as much experience, but that's because whatever you're not getting on the character is getting pooled. Distributed. Oh, okay. It's not, well, you can distribute it, but it's getting pooled in like this, uh, pot and you can dish out that experience whenever you want to and now what you can also do is you can take levels away from certain characters and give it to the characters that you're using so if you're ever in a situation where you have all seven playable characters but you've only been playing as three they don't all level up at the same time certain characters get more level than others right if you're in a, ever in a position where you're stuck with the characters that you haven't been using, you can take levels away from the other characters and then put them on the characters that you've been. All right. It sounds like they're just trying to cut down on the grinding. Yeah, it's it's really it's it helps. Uh, like I said, especially for newer players, it's 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 a really good idea. Uh, finally, I bought Animal Crossing for Tiff. Hey. Uh, she's she's been into it she's historically she's not that big of an animal crossing fan but all of her friends have been pressuring her to get into animal crossing so she went ahead and came it's not the in. kind of pressuring i'd hear in today's time no i got pressured into playing animal crossing 
that's, that's like a good pressuring. Yeah. It's relaxing. She's, she's in there. She's she's learning how to play, but she had a little bit of a gaffe. And it's kind of funny. Uh, one of her friends was like super excited to be able to play with her, and she invited Tiff to her island. And she said, yeah, if you ever need any of the resources, go ahead and just get, grab whatever you need from oh, my no. island. Well, it turns out that she had several money trees. Just she just took her, her trees. She took her fucking trees. You don't do that. <laughs> 70,000 bells. Oh, that's not that much. That's only like three. Mm. So the way the bells, so the way the bell trees work is it, it depends on how much bells you put in the hole is how much the tree is going to give you. Okay. So like, I usually always put 10,000 in the hole and that means a tree will grow. That will give me 30,000. Okay. I don't know if it works at higher. Like I've never put in like 25 or anything like that. Well, I don't. She said that she took like seventy thousand bells, and her, when her friend found out, she was like, "Where's my money trees?" Because they don't grow back; they only <laughs> grow they once. Don't grow back; it's a one-time deal. Yeah. So I thought that was uh, Tiff's a piece funny. of shit. You let her know I said that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't take shit off of people's islands unless you ask them. Well, that's the thing. The girl said you could take whatever materials and resources you need, but I don't think that she was thinking about the money tree. So. Just don't, don't just tell her not to trample people's flowers. Because <laughs> you can one hundred percent, you can trample flowers and then fucking leave. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's shitty. Speaking of Animal Crossing, I finished my arcade in Animal Crossing. Finally. Yeah, I finally like started delving into the uh, the pattern generating and stuff. Once she op- once she unlocks like the tailor uh, shop, mm-hmm. you'll be able to go up to a kiosk and then you can literally just go online and be like, "Hey, I want like I did. I want a Gurren Lagan flag as my a Die Gurren Brigade flag." I googled it, found the code that someone made it, put it in the game, and now I have it. That's awesome. And you can use those not only for, like, the flag. You can put it on the walls. You can put it on the floor. That's how I got the old-school arcade, like, crazy-looking carpet. Like, you know, when you go in arcades, it would be, like, swirls and, like, stars and all that stuff on the carpet. Mm-hmm. That's how I have I have that in my arcade. I just got a shit ton of fighting cabs in my arcade. Nice. But, no, that's, that's my week. That's my two weeks. Those are the only things I can fucking think of. Gotcha. I did a little bit more than that. I'm going to start off, and I'm going to start off strong. I cut my own hair. <laughs> yeah, I take the hat off. I, I, I mean, yeah, for the for the audio listeners, I haven't, like, I haven't showered. I've had this hat Holy on all day. Shit. Yeah, dude. I got rid you of all like of it. You like you're five years old. I told you. Like, I showed you the picture in the Discord. It feels so much better. Like, I can wear hats a lot better now. Uh, the reason I did it was I'm not going to be like one of these people and bitch about not being able to go to get my hair cut because I don't think it's essential right now. Uh, so I found the biggest setting on my beard trimmer, which was 16 millimeters, by the way. Uh, that's under an inch. And uh, I just, like, the first one I went, because it was Thursday morning. I just went, went and right I was like, we, I said, we're in it now. <laughs> And there was a good, like, you saw the picture I put in the Discord. There's a good pile of hair, because I had a lot of hair on top, because I slicked my hair back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just been getting warmer, and I'm like, my hair, I'm hot. This is bullshit. 
Uh, I'm just going to cut it. And it worked out. Like, I, was, I wasn't I was able to, like, square off the back or anything like that. Because, I, I mean, I'm not fucking magical and I can see the back of my head right. But I trimmed everything. It took a lot. Like, it's not... Some people are just like, oh, you just go... And you're done. No, man. Sometimes, like, it doesn't hit those parts. Like, you're like, okay, I got everything. And you literally have to go through your hair and pull. Because you'll be like, oh, there's a big old strand. I forgot. And you go... So... I mean, you come to my neck of the woods, I'll give you a haircut, $5, but you only get one style. <laughs> and I'm going to use a fucking stick to cut your hair, too, because I'm not getting close to you. <laughs> uh, I got lucky, though. Uh, I just want everyone to know, I don't condone cutting your own hair. Not everybody can do it. Uh, I got lucky, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, besides that, I've been playing, and I beat it, I played a shit ton of the Pokemon TCG game for Game Boy Color. I was hardcore into that last week. So hardcore. Well, I was. I made the Haymaker deck, which the Haymaker deck is just Electabuzz, Scyther, and Hitmonchan. And, dude, let me tell you how much of a dirty asshole, like a dirty asshole that hasn't been washed in a week, how I felt using energy removals and super energy removals in that game. It's the closest thing I can get to playing control in that game. Because you literally, someone's like, I put an energy on this Pokemon. And then it goes to my turn. I removed that energy and attacked your Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) If I use super energy removal, I remove one of my energies on one of my Pokemon. And then I get to remove two of yours. It's stupid. Haymaker was, yeah, like, I beat the game. Like, the final last, like, the last two battles, someone, people are like, dude, like, it's so hard because, like, the... The, your opponent gets like the RNG on those AI are ridiculous and like their coin flips always hit heads. I'm like, they can't do shit if I take away all their energy and just beat the shit out of them with Hitmonchan's. <laughs> I will tell you though, they put in that game a hard counter on Hitmonchan's because the final three, well, the final four, uh, besides the champion, it's. A deck revolved around Moltres, a deck revolving around Zapdos, and a deck revolving around uh, Articuno. Articuno, are the first three. Well, guess what? There isn't a bird type or flying type in the game, but to counter that, they made all bird Pokemon in the in the Game Boy game resistant to fighting. So Hitmonchan is fighting. That's actually legit, though. That's I know. Like- that's from the card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you ideally always want to start with Hitmonchan because you get one energy and a Hitmonchan. He's doing 20 and almost knocking out every Pokemon right away. Mm-hmm. Not when they play Zapdos turn one. You're like, shit, I really hope I get an Electabuzz. Or when you're playing against Moltres, you're like, I hope I don't ever get a Scyther because Scyther's dead. <laughs> Scyther's <laughs> weakness is fire. And fire is indeed hot. So, uh, that game still holds up. Like, I built that, and I built the Curse Swap deck, which is Gengar and uh, Alakazam and a bunch of Chanseys and Mm -hmm. Pokemon Centers. You just get a Gengar, which lets you put, like, move a damage counter from a Pokemon on your opponent's field to another Pokemon. And it has an attack that does 30 damage, and then you choose a Pokemon to do 10 more damage to on the bench. It's stupid. And then Alakazam just literally lets you swap all of your energy counters to other Pokemon. So you swap them all to Chansey, use a Pokemon Center, because you don't put any energies on Chansey. It heals Chansey, and you're done. That's it. It's degenerate, and I love it. So, 
the like I, I was like go ahead no i was just thinking like i gotta play these games again because i remember like loving the pokemon tcg after i learned the, how to actually play it the game so let me tell you the game that game is not how the rules are nowadays like no. l- literally you could cycle like i was just like every deck i saw there were like three bills three professor oaks there was I would dump my hand, play everything, use a Professor Oak, use two more bills that I'd pulled off of the Professor Oak. I don't like this hand. Professor Oak again, and then you decked yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> I decked myself twice in that game, so you got to be careful with that. I've been looking into the actual Pokemon, the online client. Uh, I just don't have any cards like I need to like just play, but it's very... I get it. Pokemon is for kids. I get it. But as an adult trying to play that platform, it's really rough sometimes. <laughs> the like I know there's ways to buy it online, but the easiest way is to just buy the packs physically. Buy packs in real life and then use cuz every pack you buy in real life, you get that pack and then you get a code for a pack in the game. Yeah. It's it's almost like MTG should do that. <laughs> They won't do it. Fuck magic. Magic's for magic shit. <laughs> there goes that sponsor I was going to get from NTGA. So. <laughs> uh, besides that, just like I said, I, I streamed that. I played it. I beat it. Uh, I, I beat it early one night, so I decided to play some Pokemon Pinball. Fuck that game. That game made me so mad. I love it, but that game is bullshit stupid sometimes. Uh. And then the update to the Super Nintendo library on the Switch came out on the 20th mm-hmm. of May. And me and my buddy played Wild Guns. We hadn't played that in a long time. That game is super, super fun. I am wanting to get a stream together either on my personal channel, more than likely on the Megavisions channel, because I want to play uh, Wild Guns Reloaded. And I want everyone... Because it's four-player. Right. So I want everyone to be able to play it. But I also heard... I don't know if they patched it and fixed it since the problem was existed, but whenever you chose multiplayer, it automatically always put the difficulty set to four. Like if you had four people playing, even if you only had two people playing. So the game was literally like almost unbeatable. So I don't know if they patched that out or not. So, but no, that game's super good. It still holds up. There's a reason that the cartridge is $120. It's that low? Uh, last time I checked, I think cartridge was like 120 loose for Wild Guns. But we beat Wild Guns, and we decided to play some Kirby's Dream Course, and that just pissed each, each of us off. So <laughs> it literally got to the point where the levels, there's like a, a course that you can play that there's a button that will change the colors of the stars. Mm-hmm. So he, my buddy would get more than me. I'd go use the button, and then he's like, fuck that button. He would Because you can only use the button three times. He would come over, hit the button, and then he's like, now play with skill, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> In the end, I think we did. We played the first three. I won the first one. He won the second one. No, I won the first one. He, We tied the second one. And then I won the third one. So I'm the winner of Kirby's Dream Course. I'm the best there ever is. So, <laughs> Isn't it just like golf? It's Kirby golf. Everyone calls it Kirby golf. Okay. 
Kirby always started with those weird games. Like it, you had your Kirby games, but then you'd get like Kirby's Dream Course, or you'd get Kirby's Canvas Touch, or whatever, and you'd get like Kirby's Epic Yarn, or what's the one where Kirby's constantly rolling and you have to make like platforms and shit for him? Is that the Canvas Can- Touch? Canvas Curse and Rainbow Curse. Yeah, because there's one on Wii U, I believe. Yeah. So. Uh, Scotty and I played some Super Bomberman R and realized that there's no online community for that. So Big that was rip. shit. Yeah. So you even it's not like Anarchy Reigns where you can go online, get a couple people, and then the rest of the slots get filled with AI. They don't fill the a- slots with AI. It's literally if there's nobody else playing, it's one v one. That sucks. That's why whenever if we ever do it again, we gotta at least have four people ready to stream that night. Who else has a Switch that has that game? Brett has a Switch, and that game's $20. Who else has a Switch that plays that game? You. I'm counting me. I don't know. We gotta find people. I'm pretty sure Powell has a Switch. Powell doesn't yeah. even know how to work his Switch. That's no true. No man. Odin probably does everything for him, so... It's probably just gonna be Odin playing. Uh, yeah, we also have... have to hear all the time how I'm a fucking boomer. So that wasn't last week. That was the week before. Last week, it was Wednesday night. I still had not decided what I was going to stream for Mega Visions. And I was like, hey, let's play Sonic R. And Scotty goes, how the fuck are we going to do that? So I go online and I'm like, hey, Sonic R had a PC port. And I yep. found it, downloaded it, automatically did not use it. Because <laughs> it don't play well with new pla- like new computers. It's a game that came out in 97. Yeah. And it works on Windows 95 and 98 pretty well, but I couldn't get it to work right. So I downloaded the Dolphin emulator and got the Gems collection, and we parsected it, and we had a blast playing that game. Like, four-person, set-up controllers. Dolphin is super, super user-friendly. Oh, yeah. And it is it's incredibly probably, user-friendly. We, It's one of the best emulators, if not the best one out there. Dude, we set up controllers like it wasn't nothing, and me, Kusanagi, Scotty, and uh, Brett played. TJ jumped in, but we couldn't get the Dolphin emulator to read his controller, because we were just going to jump in and jump out. I think it would only read a max of four controllers, so maybe it wouldn't read the fifth controller. Strange. So, we just got to make sure, like, if we do Dolphin stuff like that, we only can have four people playing. If we were like, oh, let's just rotate out, that's not going to work right. We even shut the emulator down and then got everybody back into the Parsec, and it still would only recognize certain controllers. Hmm. So TJ was a spectator, and he was controlling chat for us. But that was a really fun stream. That game is still so shit, but <laughs> I had a lot of fun playing it. Like it, Multiplayer is super good on Sonic R. Single player is garbage. So. Yeah, no. We even got to the characters and that's mm -hmm. we got to the point where we were like, Scotty, I was like, I need to walk away for like 40 minutes. Scotty, take control and get all the control, get all the characters. And he did, except for supersonic. He's like, if I get supersonic, everyone's just going to use them and then just win. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. So we got all the other characters. Uh, Besides that, as I was talking about earlier, I've been working on some guitar stuff. Got really back into trying to play guitar. Uh, I got to get some more parts for the guitar, but. It's something I want to learn to do again because I just I I talked about how I play bass. I play bass. There's I play bass as much as 
Like someone's like, hey, play this. Do, 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 do. And I'm like, okay, do, 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 do. And they're like, do that over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, do, 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 do. They're like, that's it. So I want to actually sit down and learn like how to play it and play cool riffs and stuff like that. So that's something that will come with time. And besides that, I built a new bookshelf in my woodworking shop. Uh, that's been fun. I found a really good schematic. Uh, I finished it waiting on a certain tool to come in so I can actually install the shelves, but I finished it. Uh, and I accidentally made one side opening slightly larger than the other side opening. So yeah, even though I followed the directions to a T I got larger openings. So I don't know what happened, but I just cut different side shelves and I'm going to put all my manga and my Japanese weeaboo shit on it. So nice. I'll take a picture because I'm going to paint it. I want to put that, you know, when you buy bookshelves, it's like the shelves and everything are really slick. Uh, I'm going to put like a finish on it so it has it's like super slick and stuff like that. And uh, I'll take a picture of it when it's in my office and put it in the Discord. But besides that, I think I think that's it. That's all I've been really doing. Just playing video games, making sure to stay on the streams and all that stuff. So streaming every night. We did our watch party. We watched Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Yeah, you really enjoyed it. That that's a good movie. That movie that's still good. holds up. <laughs> I was doing that it the whole movie. <laughs> I've watched that movie more than like I can count on two hands. No. God, it's it's. There are some parts where I'm just like, okay, I need to know what's going on from the other movies. Mm-hmm. But even the, you, you've all you had only seen Clerk. You watched Clerks too, but this was before Clerks too. Uh, but you watch Clerks and you're still you're like I got that like you got some mm. references and the movie's still it's fine. It's, Do I like it better than Clerks? Probably not. No. Clerks no. was like more of it was Clerks has funny moments, but I don't feel like it was. It was shot for a dialogue comedy, yeah. if that makes sense. Silent Bob has dialogue comedy, but also like. Jay goes Shot. down on a Harry Bush nun. So yeah. <laughs> played by yeah, Carrie Fisher. There, there's just a lot. I almost want to say that Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was almost like a good Sharknado because they just got everybody. Just well, yeah, he as Kevin as Smith many, has a lot of connections. Yeah, just as many famous people as he can get his hands on. And, yeah. You know, I mean, you had make my stupid movie for me. Well, there's even a joke where Ben Affleck's like, you got to do the safe movie. Then you get to do the artsy movie. Then you got to do the revenge movie that your friend tricks you into doing. And he looks at the camera. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that, that's the Affleck. You the bomb in phantoms, yo. <laughs> Super young Tracy Morgan. So, Oh yeah. No, I didn't. So I have only seen Tracy Morgan in 30 Rock. He's kind of he looks pretty aged in 30 Rock. He, he looks hella aged in 30 yeah. Rock. Now, don't get me wrong. Tracy Morgan's my favorite character outside of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, those two characters are just outstanding in 30 Rock. Um but I didn't know what a young Tracy Morgan looked like. And when I saw him, it was like it's just skinny Tracy Morgan with cunt hair on his chin. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, yeah, I forgot to say two uh, two things that I kickstarted. I kickstarted a game called Lords of Exile, 
which is, I believe, yeah. it's it's a very like, Castlevania like three kind of game. It looks really really cool. And I also uh, backed The Last Faith, which is a dark gothic. What does it say? Dark gothic, uh, Metroidvania. Uh, it looks like Bloodborne, but in pixel form. It looks beautiful. That's why I backed it. The Last Faith has about oh, eight to eighteen days. Well, probably when the podcast comes out, probably around fifteen days. And then uh, Dark, or uh, not, uh, what was it? Lost, Lost, Lords of Exile has a few days as well. Yep. Like, they're completely oh, shitted. I, I put 173 pounds on Dark Faith. Last oh, Faith, God. whatever. I put, I got the $10 games. That's what I got. <laughs> like, I'm not going to drop that amount of money in something that I don't know a lot about. Like, Wonderful 101, I'm going to drop a little bit of money on that. Sea of Stars, I'm going to drop a little bit of money on that because I love the messenger. Right. But this looks really cool. This looks I love the look of this Lords of Exile. No, the, the art style looks really, really good. I mean, it's Castlevania 3. <laughs> and then the other one is great, too, because it's just I'm a super sucker for Blood, Bloodborne, and that's what it looks like. So, I don't know. I finally oh, yeah. got my In Search of Tomorrow. I got some of the rewards for that, so... Oh, yeah. That I means you probably should have got... Darkness. Yeah. If you want to do a four-hour watch party... <laughs> I'll fucking do it! We'd have to start a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah. We'd probably have to start at, like, six. Uh, if we wanted to go to midnight, you could start at eight. Okay. It's a four-hour... I have to double-check. I think it's a four-hour... four-hours. Okay. It's four hours. I wanted to say I thought it might have been five, but no, it's four hours. No, so yeah, I, I got an extra watch in search of darkness. A, I've got an extra key, like I've got an extra one of those, so I need to find someone that wants it. So, but maybe that'll be the first one Scotty jumps in. Cool. It's really good. It's one of those ones you can like. I could like walk away from for a little bit and then come back and be like, "So, what do you think?" You're like, "What the fuck are these movies?" <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I got. All right, let's hit this news. Hot take. Physical games will go away in two to three years. God, we're talking about this again. How many times are we bringing this up? The age of physical video games is coming to an end. That is according to David Braben, founder and CEO of Elite Dangerous Studio Frontier Developments, who believes that the COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated the shift towards digital distribution. Braben shared his thoughts on the virus impact uh, on the industry during the opening session of today's game industry.biz investment summit online discussing changes to player behavior during lockdown in various nations around the world braben noted that more and more are turning to digital video games in quote we have seen an acceleration in the transition from physical to digital he says that's a good thing probably two to three years before physical copies more or less go away and it's probably accelerated that time scale a bit his comments follow a similar insight from Take-Two Interactive CEO Strauss Neelick, who also told GameIndustry.biz that he expects the pandemic to accelerate the shift towards digital distribution. However, Zelnick added, we don't expect physical goods to go away, nor would we like them to go away. Following Braben's comments, GameIndustry.biz publisher Christopher Dring observed the chart's data shows digital sales for both PlayStation and Xbox games have increased significantly, which is unheard of in a year where new consoles are due to arrive. 
Braben added that the surge of both sales and engagement in games experienced during the lockdown is not necessarily going to diminish, uh, going to diminish completely after precautionary measures are lifted. And quote, we are very lucky to be in a really great industry where from a financial point of view, things are going really well. Sales are up and the number of players in our games are quite up substantially. So there's that really positive side to things. Braben also observed anecdotally that there's a lot of consumers that have bought consoles for the first time ahead of the lockdown. And even when the current crisis has passed, they are likely to continue buying titles for those devices. And quote, there's evidence that once people become gamers, they're more likely to stay gamers. A comparison was drawn between games and the other screen industries. While TV and film productions have suffered, game developers and publishers are still able to produce new content while, wor while working remotely, and digital distribution means that there are no barriers from reaching their audiences. This is improving the opinion of games in the game industry among investors, Braven adds who see video games as something of a safe haven when it comes to investment. To quote, there's talk, of, there's talk of things being a bit recessional afterwards as well, and it might take a while for the wider worlds to recover from that great big blue. Historically, our industry and alcohol, ironically, have always been, up, uh, have always been a bit up during times of recession because we're cheap entertainment. So we're seen as the good port in a storm. There's a lot of positivity towards our industry at the moment. I got a couple things to say about this. Uh, okay. Uh, so in this very specific situation, which is a global pandemic, it is good that we have so many digital games and access to buy AAA games digitally because it keeps people safe. It keeps them in their house. It keeps them away for the quarantining and all that stuff. But let's not look at this as a company or a not a company, but a uh, what would you call it? What would you call the video video game biz? The industry. The industry. Let's not look at it as an industry that didn't capitalize on a situation that happened like on a global pandemic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's the perfect storm. What are yeah. people going to do stuck inside their houses? Drink beer and play video games. Exactly. And you can't get beer digitally. So video games is even more accessible. Yeah. Let's, we're not going to shy away from that. It's it's shitty, but also you can see like why, like from a business standpoint, I would capitalize on it. I do not see currently in two, three years time frame, even five years time frame, major AAA developers going all digital distribution. Because I feel like once they start doing that, they need to rely on the subscription model. Mm -hmm. because They don't make money from just selling one game. Right. Kind of like how Steam... Or Ubisoft, I'm going to go with Ubisoft. Ubisoft sells all the games that it publishes through the Uplay store. Mm -hmm. uh, Epic sells all the Epic games through their store. It, it, they would need to have their own storefront. And it goes into something that I was saying, how I'm not 100% convinced that we're going to see another console generation beyond PS5 and Xbox Series X. Because... 
I think that we're going to see the the hive mind of consoles merge into this all-encompassing cloud. And everyone's just going to have a piece of that cloud via subscription services. Yeah. Sad, it sucks for collectors like us. Like, I don't want physical media to go away. I like, I like getting more stuff. Like, I like having the physical thing. I mean, I even bought the physical version of Streets of Rage 4. I paid mm-hmm. an extra ten dollars. You know, the MSRP for that game is twenty five. I think I spent thirty five, maybe like forty three with shipping. But I have a physical version of it. Like, it's nice to covet the physical version of something. Yeah, I'm not quite ready to just let go of physical copies. Like, it's easy to do that for computers because I've been doing that from the get go. But many times when I buy a PC game and I really like it, I go searching for the console version. I still I like to hold something in my hand. I still have my StarCraft Brood War collection in the box mm-hmm. at Cape Mid. And I still have all those like stuff like it's and we, we've talked about it before. We've beaten a dead horse about all this stuff like people probably know where we stand. But mm-hmm. it's just another thing to see like uh, investors like uh, like Zelnick did say that investors are looking at it and be like, oh, digital's great. We don't have to make a physical product. That revenue goes down, which is probably not that much to actually build those cases and all that shit anyway. But, uh, and just get it delivered right away. Like, my biggest take out of this was not the uh, physical version going out. My biggest take was an industry that capitalized on a global pandemic. So, (laughs) yeah. Definitely that. So, but. I mean, speaking of the PlayStation 5 and next gen and all that stuff, we got a little bit more information on the backwards compatibility for the PlayStation 5. Uh, I'm assuming you were that was all you wanted to talk about on that last one. Yeah, I mean, if if the conversation had brought up to it, uh, I was just going to say, like, it's really hard to build an all-digital platform when the majority of the people in your country don't have a stable internet connection like yeah fiber optics is the bare minimum for adequate uh high speed downloading and holding streams with high fidelity graphically intensive games and being in middle america i can tell you that that's not what it is not (laughs) on the coasts maybe like nationwide as far as fiber fiber optics are concerned uh, we're sitting at 25%. It would we're have to be to at see, 75. We're not going to see a quote-unquote full integration of fiber optic networks until 2032. Finally. <laughs> By then, everyone will already have the 5G uh, virus. So Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if the 5G virus gives me good internet everywhere I'll go, give it to me. I don't yeah. care. Uh, anyway, about the uh, PlayStation 5. So uh, Sony has told PlayStation 4 game developers that any new titles submitted for certification must also be compatible with PlayStation 5 beginning July 13th. This means all P- PS4 games received by Sony for testing after the middle of that month are technically forward compatible, playable on Sony's next-gen console, though, it's up to, though it is up to each game's developer to ensure this is the case. Developer documentation released on PlayStation's internal partner website and seen by Eurogamer details an option an option developers must check to state their game has been tested for compatibility with PlayStation 5 hardware. This option has uh, added at 
This option was added at the end of April in a new version of Sony's PS4 software developer kit. Sony has told developers it will contact them individually with details on how to test PS5 compatibility in the order of their various projects need or release. Further documentation sheds light on what compatibility actually means. A game will be deemed compatible with PlayStation 5 only if its submission code runs without issues on Sony's next-gen machine and provides the same features on PS5 as it does on PS4. Uh, if a game was originally submitted to Sony before July 13th, any new patch or remaster after that date will not require PS5 compatibility, but it would be strongly recommended. If a game was originally submitted to Sony after July 13th, any future patch or remaster to that game would need to keep PS5 compatibility. Once that game is PS5 compatible, it must stay so. It's worth emphasizing that all of this applies to games submitted, game submitted to Sony after July 13th, which is not the same as anything released after that date. Submissions are generally made well in advance of release to ensure Sony's certification team can approve the game in time. For example, Ghost of Tsushima launches on July 17th but will have entered certification prior to the July 13th cutoff. It will not specifically need to be PlayStation 5 forward compatible. However, as one of the PlayStation 4's remaining flagship titles, it is certain to be supported on PlayStation 5, as is also the case for The Last of Us 2. But it works, but it's worth nothing that while approved software has the technical compatibility to work across generations, Sony is yet to go into detail on how it will handle this in reality. Sorry, there's a lot to read here. Uh, many third-party publishers have already confirmed they will support Microsoft's smart delivery method for cross-gen ownership on Xbox, designed to serve the best version of a game for the platform you are playing it on. Ubisoft will use this to provide cross-gen ownership of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, as will CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk 2077. EA, meanwhile, has decided that some of its games will have a limited upgrade window because they're fucking assholes. As for previously released games, Microsoft stated its intention a year ago to have Xbox One's entire non-connect back, uh, back catalog working at the Series X launch, as well as all games from the existing Xbox 360 and original Xbox, Xbox backwards compatibility program. And as Microsoft revealed to Digital Foundry in March, it will provide this with improvements such as the addition of HDR automatically applied. PlayStation is also working on to ensure PS4 games run on PS5, though it, is previously, though it previously said it would pass issues which need adjustment to developers to handle. A PlayStation rep wrote to Eurogamer back in March, we're expecting backward compatibility titles will run at a boosted frequency on PS5 so that they can benefit from higher or more stable frame rates. Rate, I said frame rates. Rapes. I apologize for that. <laughs> Fra Don't give me that face. Frame rates and potentially higher resolutions. We're uh, we're currently evaluating games on a title by title basis to spot any issues that need adjustment from the original software developers. In his presentation, Mark Cerny provided a snapshot into the top 100 most played PS4 game uh, PS4 titles, demonstrating how well our backwards compatibility efforts are going. We have already tested hundreds of titles and are preparing to test thousands more as we move towards launch. We will provide updates on backwards compatibility, along with much more PS5 news in the months ahead. Stay tuned. I want to wait and see the actual system, which I believe we will see on June 4th? 5th. June 5th. 
uh, before I really care about the backwards compatibility. I want to make sure the system just runs. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm sure that it's going to run. Not worried about that. I think this information is a direct response to Xboxes saying that they're going to have stuff backwards compatible at launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. Backwards compatibility is a very big thing. Uh, we were speculating that the PS4 or the PS5 will do PS4 all the way back to PS1. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you looking so intently at? I'm trying to find what Sony considers the top 100 PS4 games at this moment because like they keep on talking about what are the top 100 most played games on PS4 and I'm like okay cool but where's the list yeah the most that I can see is a reddit post from a year ago what no way yeah they could not be yeah. referencing a Reddit post from three years or a year ago. I don't think so. I mean, you can argue that it has decent data because yeah. this is this is coming from uh, a compilation of Forbes, Arts Technica, Game Ranks, uh, so on and so forth, and GameStat. And like you're looking at games like Grand Theft Auto Five, Call of Duty Black Ops Three and Four, Fortnite. Uh, any FIFA game fucking ever. <laughs> Rocket League, Minecraft, uh, all of the Call of Duties, just all of them. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, so when they're um, like looking at this list, you're looking at a lot of multiplayer games. Like... The first game that like pops out to me that I necessarily would play, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. But I don't know if it's going based off of lifetime plays or current plays, because uh, Horizon Zero Dawn has about twelve million units sold, but I don't know about like people actively playing it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they have Horizon Zero Dawn, they have Bloodborne, they have The Witcher 3, they have MGS5, but outside of that, it, there's a lot of first-person shooters and multiplayer games, so... I'd probably put, like, Dark Souls maybe up there, too. Even on this list? I don't... Is Dark Souls even on here? Maybe that's being played more on PC. I don't think there's a Bloodborne port, so... It's considered a runner-up. It is not within wow. the 100. Yeah. Jesus. Talk about niche. Yet Bloodborne's on there. I yeah, always because, felt like... Yeah. I honestly always felt like Bloodborne was, like, second to Dark Souls. I'm obviously wrong. Well, it's a different... It depends on if you like the defense or you like to be aggressive. They're two different yeah. games, so... There's one that literally rewards you for being aggressive. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, I don't know, like, we can sit there and talk about it and say, like, people are like, oh, it's, we, we expect it to actually run, but, again, just fucking show it to me. Like, just show it to me and show me that things run right. That's we what I want to see. When's the 5th? Friday. Friday, yep. We should be expecting something Friday. Should, I think it's at 1 p.m. 
Eastern Standard? Probably Pacific. So 4 okay. p.m. It'd be 3 for me. Which is better than... Because most of them get it like 8 a.m. on... Uh, 8 a.m. Like fucking Pacific. Nintendo has a goddamn press conference at 8.30 in the goddamn morning. Like, fuck you. There are streamers that literally have streamed the night before. They'll be like, hey, I got to stream. I got to cut the stream a little early because we're going to be back at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, like that's <laughs> dumb. But they're working from home, so they have to make sure it's in the the eight hours. So Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's I mean, that's all we really have. Well, I'm excited for next week's podcast where we get to talk about the shit we saw for the the yeah. PS5. I, I don't think that's the only press conference we're supposed to be seeing. I don't remember if Nintendo was supposed to come out with something, but definitely Sony because we're supposed to be seeing the PS5. Oh, I think Xbox is releasing something else, too. They're just like, fuck it. That wasn't our Xbox Series X. This is the Xbox this Series is the X. X. Oh, oh, that's the thing. Uh, fucking, there's a huge announcement with Sega. Oh, yeah. Everyone thinks it's going to be the uh, Saturn Mini. I don't think it's going to be the Saturn Mini. Well, everyone's trying to say because the new president of, you know, in the... I don't know if he's the actual president or whatever. His father was all about the Sega Saturn and all that stuff, so... Oh, uh, yeah. I heard a rumor, uh, and it's it originally came from Guru Larry, and he's kind of an idiot. He's not the only okay. person that I heard it from. So, there I heard that something along the lines of Sega is going to be the front-running uh, publisher or manufacturer for the Xbox Series X. Ah, that's a big claim. <laughs> it is a big claim, but the front runner. Lot, so maybe maybe I used the wrong terminology. Uh, so you know how JVC made Sega consoles for the yeah. United States, uh, and then there's other. Shut up, phone. Uh, <laughs> and then there's like like. When Nintendo released the N64 in China, it was called the IQ. Um, Microsoft has never really had a good footing in Japan. Right. So they're looking oh, for okay. in-house to assist with that, and they may be looking towards Sega. That would and make sense with the fucking PSO stuff. Right. So, I mean, Sega and Microsoft have had a decent relationship within the last 20 years as it is. I I can see something along those lines. Some people are saying that Microsoft has an absolute buyout for Sega on top of that. I don't necessarily see that. No, but that's because Nintendo owns Sega. They're never going to get rid of it. They don't own <laughs> Sega. Uh, yeah, they do. But, All right. Well. Know, I'm excited for this week. There's more to talk about next week than there is this week. I tried my best, and it's... Some slow week. Lots of other things going on right now. <laughs> yeah, more important things going on than this bullshit. Yeah. Um, YouTube is deleting comments critical of the Chinese Communist Party. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Why was this on Inside Gaming? Um, <laughs> it's like almost everything we talk about is on Inside Gaming. <laughs> I go to the same three people and hope that they're not all like talking about the same thing. It's kind of awful. 
You get the news later than you wanted it with us. <laughs> yep. YouTube is automatically deleting comments that are contain that are containing certain Chinese language phrases related to the criticism of the country's ruling Communist Party. In a statement to The Verge, the company claims that this was a happening in error, and it's working on to working on fixing the issue. In quote, upon review by our teams, we have confirmed that there was an error in our enforcement systems, and we're working to fix it as soon as possible. Uh, as per a YouTube spokesperson. The company did not elaborate how or why this error came to be, but said it was not a result of any change in moderation policy. Go fuck yourself. Uh, But if the deletions are a result of a simple mistake, then it's one that has gone unnoticed for six months. The Verge found evidence that comments were being deleted as early as October 2019 when the issue was raised on YouTube's official help pages, and multiple users confirmed that they had experienced the same problem. Comments left under the videos or in a live stream that contained the Chinese phrase Gong Fei, meaning communist bandit, or Wu Mao, meaning the 50 cent party, are automatically deleted within around 15 seconds, though their English language translations or Romanized pinyin equivalents are not. The term Gong Fei is an insult that dates back to China's nationalist government, while Wu Mao is a derogatory slang term for internet users that are paid to direct online discussions away from criticisms of the Chinese Communist Party. There are, uh, the name comes from the claims that such commentators are paid 50 yuan, or 7 cents per post. Oh, the alleged Jesus. accidental censorship is even more puzzling considering that YouTube is currently blocked in China. Given the parent company Google even less of a reason to censor comments critical of the Chinese Communist Party or apply moderation systems in accordance to Chinese censorship laws. The automatic deletion of these phrases were highlighted on Tuesday by U.S. technologist and former uh, Oculus founder Palmer Luckey on Twitter, but spotted by human rights activist Jennifer Zhang. As mentioned above through, uh, as mentioned above through The Verge, has also found complaints of YouTube's official uh, help pages dated back to 2019. Google has frequently been criticized for accommodating the wishes of the Chinese Communist Party by censoring its content. Most notably, it created a prototype search engine known as Project Dragonfly that compiled with that complied with Chinese state censorship. The struggle, the project, which was never deployed, was part of the company's long-running struggles to enter the Chinese market. When news of Dragonfly leaked in 2018 in a report from The Intercept, Google was criticized by politicians and its own employees for selling out its principles. During the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing in 2019 of June, the company said that it had terminated the project and that it had no plans to launch the search engine in China. I don't believe that for a second. I think that if it was a mistake and... I think that there's a low chance, but I still think it's a chance that there may have been some sort of overlap between Project Dragonfly, which if they terminated the project, uh, they probably stopped development, but there were still maybe some certain things going on in the background that they never quite cleaned up. Right. And perhaps very specific settings were carried over to the main database such as blocking phrases like communist bandit or 50 cent party 
that and again they're only targeting the Chinese version of those phrases. So if I write it out in English, the Arabic Arab alphabet, if I type it out in English, they're not going to catch it. But if I type it out using the Chinese characters, it's going to get deleted in. That would make sense. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Someone just carried over some settings and probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. But people but, are like, how did this take so long to catch? Well, I mean, fucking YouTube has used an automated process for how long? You don't actually get humans looking at shit anymore. They get they have an automated system for their content claims, their copyright strikes. They they no longer have the manpower to watch every single video because YouTube has gotten so big. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to make an excuse for them, but it's still shitty. It's still shitty, but it is what it is. So I think that if what they're saying is true, which I don't necessarily believe, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think that it is possibly an artifact re- uh, leftover from the days of them trying to make Project Dragonfly a thing. I mean, yeah, I could see it, totally, but... And it would make sense that it wouldn't work if... So it only works with the Japanese... Or not, I'm sorry, the Chinese uh, characters. That makes a lot of sense as well. You could put it in any other fucking language. Which I wonder... In China, can like they could just change like they could can they switch back and forth between languages that they type to each other? Couldn't they just go into English and say like reroute like get around this shit? The thing is, is that they have like the Great Firewall. Oh, everything that you do is goes through. So like every is that what it's actually called, or is that what you called it? That's what it's called. It's called the Great Firewall. I, I. I keep wanting I to give I, you. <laughs> I wish I came up with it. All right. I wish I, I could keep giving you these me. good. <laughs> I wish I could. You should. As an American, you should just take it. <laughs> I mean, I don't have much else to say about that. That's like, yeah, it's possible. It's it's a slow fucking week. Like yes. I, don't, I don't know why it was being shown on gaming forums and shit. Like we should have just did a fucking out. We should have did all seventy eight tsunami shows <laughs> and did the whole Jesus podcast. <laughs> That's literally all we have for news. That's it. That's it. Let's hit questions. They're more interesting anyway. They always are. All right. I, I, I researched this, except for this first question. I couldn't find an answer for this one. <laughs> all right. Question one coming from Mr. Haru. Yep. Has there been anything video game related to turn you completely around or suck you in on a topic presented with the story or its setting? For example, Near Autonoma may have only had some surface-level philosophy paired with excellent storytelling, but I think the questions it raised brought a lot of amazing conversations when the game first released. I felt like this was more of a question for you. I didn't like really play a game that like made me like you've think different. You've never played a game that has made you question like reality or life or even history i play like banjo kazooie man <laughs> like 
I don't uh, play Metal okay. Gear Solid, and I don't play uh, Near, and I don't play. Dragon Guard made me be like, "Wow, this is fucked up," but that is it. <laughs> okay, so that lady got eaten by babies. So, <laughs> so my my answer, uh, I've got two off the top of my head. The first one is Singularity, uh, outstanding okay. first person shooter, story based first person shooter. Uh, premise is is about the butterfly effect. Uh, if you go back in time and you change history, what are the repercussions that takes place uh, after you return or go back? Uh, it's there's an episode of The Simpsons that does this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you know what the butterfly effect is, um, then you know a lot of what Singularity has to do. Singularity does a really good job in fucking with the perception of the player and his like his sense of reality within that right. game. Uh I mean if you know what the butterfly effect is, it's not gonna hit you probably as deep, but for like, I watched the Ashton Kutcher movie. So for like eighteen year old me, when that game came out, maybe maybe a little bit older. Um not by much though. That was that was crazy. And I love that game for it. Secondly, the entirety of the Metal Gear Solid series, especially 3 and 4, made me look into the START program between the United States and Russia and the nuclear program, which then made me look into the history of the Cold War. Like, there's a lot, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of fuck shit and crazy nonsense that Kojima throws in. Don't don't listen to everything he says. Metal Gear Solid, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Take it with a moderate grain of salt, but still, fucking everything from Metal Gear Solid has made me the connoisseur of shitty Cold War stories and learning more about the history and the proxy wars between capitalist and socialist economies and socialist countries. So it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with those two for now. There's probably a few others um, that has made me think. Of, like for example, uh, Final Fantasy VII made me look into the concept of cloning. Um, not not yeah. nearly as deep as the other two games that I brought up, though. Right, right. Yeah, man. I play like kitty games, man. Like, I play Donkey Kong and like Pokemon and shit. I don't know. Okay. There had to have been it. Like, I, I, there was probably a game where I, I was just like, holy shit, that like really moved me and all that stuff, but I can't think of it right now. Like, I looked at this question yesterday and I still can't get an answer for you. <laughs> so, I got an answer for the next question. Okay. I've, like I said, that Which, was a question. By the way, Mr. Haru, Near Autonoma, outstanding game. Uh, that probably would have been my number three. Well, also, isn't Near loosely based off of Drakengard? It's based off of one of the endings. We talked about this. Yeah, we did. I need to play. Your Autonoma is the only good game from anything that's come from that entire clusterfuck of games. Sure. Everything Dragon Guard is garbage. The first near is garbage. Come fight me. I don't give a shit. It won't be hard. Just feed you really badly. <laughs> I'll put you in. What is it? The what was that one move that I learned? I think it's called the. Uh, the Krav Maga. Oh no, that's the actual. <laughs> that's that's a fighting style. It's not even that good. Um, 
I think it's called the clock tower chokeout or the clock chokeout. We're pretty much like you're both on the ground and we're kind of flat, but I have you in a headlock. We're touching each other's wieners. (laughs) And I just start moving my feet away and it's like, like cricking your neck into the opposite direction. It's brutal. I just go and move my arms around. (laughs) And if you run into them, (laughs) The double wood milt style. That's what it is. Uh, right. H2O, happy dude, asks or says, uh, no pick one, pack one, but more of a what if scenario. What if Disney and Capcom came to you two separately to have five Marvel and five Capcom characters in Marvel 4? Who would you pick? Mine I'm going first. For, <laughs> mine for Marvel would be Gwenpool, Electra, Loki, Wolverine, dark phoenix and none of that broken shit like in marvel 3's phoenix it's not broken and then oh shut the fuck up and then in capcom's corner it would be violent ken mega man balrog e honda and strider i'm going first okay all right so my marvel my marvel submissions would be miles morales okay uh star lord because I don't think he's been in one. And I think you could do some cool stuff with Star-Lord. Okay. Uh, I love Venom. I love Venom from MVC2. And I would like to see him again. Uh, I tried to pick a Nightcrawler. I tr- well, I tried to pick an X-Men that I really liked. And I've always really liked Nightcrawler. And I feel like you could do some stupid teleporting shit with him as well. Kind of like that Dante is in MVC3. Yeah. And then I want uh, the Punisher. But specifically from that arcade game. I want white, I, I want white gloves Punisher. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then on the Capcom side, I would want. I was like, man, Zero's really good, but he's also in every fucking game, and he's broken in every one that he's in. So I was like, Mega Man X. I'm gonna go with Mega Man X. Uh, I'm going with Batsu from Rival Schools. Hell yeah. I'm going with Monster Hunter from Monster Hunter. Like that's the one good thing of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is Monster Hunter is super fun to play. And uh, I'm gonna go with Nero since Devil May Cry Five came out. Nero or V, I would put either one of those. I think Nero would get the spot over V though. V could make like an interesting range character. V would have his own assists that didn't call your other assists. Well, I mean that they would they would still be like dedicated action buttons. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Could throw your other, yeah. The the bird could be like anti air and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, and then I just went with an old classic. We need to bring back the pipe and respect the pipe. We need Mike Hagar back. Hell yeah, that's what we need. So or you know what? If we can't get Mike Hagar, I will take Mayor Cody. Okay. From Street Fighter Five. Hell yeah. I think those are some pretty... I was like, Miles Morales, I was like, he's a really good Spider-Man. And even though I love old Spider-Man, he's a really good Spider-Man. For me, um, I concur with Miles Morales. Hell yeah. Uh, Get him in there. I would also pick the Punisher, but the Punisher version that I would want would be um, the Marvel Max version. Oh, God. Uh, so there was a Punisher comic from comic from 2003 to I believe 2011 uh, under the Max um, subsidiary of Marvel, and that shit is hardcore. 
Oh yeah. That's that's my favorite version of the Punisher. Did you ever see that there's a comic where the Ghost Rider uh gives the Punisher the penance stare and it does mm-hmm. nothing? Yeah. Because the Punisher has no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking baller. Oh yeah. Ghost Rider um, almost made it, but I was like, eh, I'm alright. Not really a Ghost Rider fan. He's just super edge lordy and like I love it. Whenever I think of uh, Ghost Rider, I Nick still Cage. Think of Nicolas Cage. Dude, time. people give those movies shit, but I that's from that time of Marvel movies where they were super hit or miss. Yeah. And dude, Sam Elliott is in that movie, and he rides a flaming horse because he's a Ghost Rider as well. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> no, it's it's dumb. But I, I would go Miles Morales. I'd go The Punisher. I would go. Um, shit, I had it. Uh, Daredevil. Okay. Uh, I would like to go pick up some characters from the Defenders. So, Iron Fist, Misty, um... Well, Daredevil's in the Defenders, so... I don't... Yeah, he is, but I don't think of him... Like, he's bigger than the Defenders. Like, he's part of the Defenders, but I think that he's bigger. So I'm thinking like Luke Cage. I'm thinking, uh, what's the white girl's name? Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. So like any combination of those four, uh, just to round up the Marvel side, I would okay. stand by. Uh, for the Capcom side, uh, I'm looking at Mega Man Volnut because he's my favorite Mega Man. All right. Uh, uh, I do like Zero. I'd bring Zero back. Uh, t- who else from Capcom? Uh, bring V. All right, I'll go with Nero. You take V. Okay, that's cool. Uh, f- just for the sake of training mode, I want DMC version of Dante just so you can perpetually beat the shit out of him. Get out of here. <laughs> You have so many other choices you could choose. Make him the worst character. They didn't. Well, they would never do that. Ever. Um. From Capcom. No Resident Evil characters. You're not gonna bring back Wesker. I wouldn't bring back Wesker. That's the thing. I was looking at my list. I'm like, I don't have like a big bad guy. I don't have a Doom. I don't have a Magneto. I don't have a Wesker. Like, I was trying to think of somebody else big that hasn't been in the games like like i mean you could I, use I like mr Doom. x but mr x is just nemesis but a skin nemesis. yeah he's just a different skin um salazar from resident evil 4 <laughs> fuck no <laughs> <laughs> what's he gonna do like wheelchair me like roll to me and fucking attack me get the fuck out of here maybe i don't know um trying to think who who else is capcom there's a lot of capcom stuff you could put in a, mr scrooge or uh from uh not mr scrooge uh what the fuck from ducktales uncle scrooge uncle scrooge i wouldn't put uncle scrooge in there because that's still technically disney hey guess what he said what if disney and capcom came to you because disney owns marvel i'm not putting mr scrooge in there it's Doctor or Uncle Scrooge. Uncle Mr. Scrooge, Scrooge is yeah. from uh, Christmas Carol. 
Whatever. Um, I'd put it in there. You could do some stupid shit with that. All you do is hop on to... I, w- I would bring Okami back. I would bring Amaterasu. Man, I was thinking like, oh, we could put Phoenix Wright in there. I was like, Phoenix Wright's already been in there. So... Yeah. I would just bring them back because those characters were great. Oh, no, we're bringing Tronbon back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> Tronbon back. I mean, I, Blackheart or... Uh, oh, no, fuck off. Uh, what was it, Amigo? <laughs> Whatever his name was. I yeah. always thought that that was the, uh, one of the characters from Samba de Amigo. I'm just like, what's a I Sega character? I think that character was specifically made for Marvel's Capcom 2. Uh, Ruby Heart. We could bring Ruby Heart back. We could bring Ruby Heart back. Uh, anybody from rival schools, like my favorite character is Roy. So yeah. like, bring Roy in there, but obviously Batsu would get the nod. Uh, or um, shit, what's his name? Who's the degenerate kid with the knives and shit? You're talking to the wrong person for rival school, sir. <laughs> Fuck, I need to play that game again. You can bring that a game character needs to go online, like get. Get a rival schools for online. You need to, uh, what is it? We get, what is that, the main character from, some, at least one character from Battle Circuit. That was a Capcom game. Battle Circuit. You played that, I didn't. That was the Capcom beat-em-up bundle. That was the best mm-hmm. game on there. I don't know, just get some weird, like, you can't even be like, oh, like, because, like, Marvel's Capcom 3 got some obscure shit. Like, they got a firebrand. Like who From thought to Demon's Crest? Yeah, right? who thought to put that shit in there? <laughs> I don't know. That's 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 a big dick move. Like, cause like nobody would be thinking of him. No, at all. Yeah. Like, now all you, the if, old heads would be looking at him, and be like, "Who the fuck is this dude?" So it's like, "This firebrand, man." So I don't know. That's there. You go. There's there's some some for you. Gwenpool's fine. You could even put a Gwen. Uh, you can make a one of the skins for Miles Morales could be uh, Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. Punisher, you could have a bunch of different stuff. Star Lord, I was just thinking of like goofy shit you could do with his guns and his jetpack, and his taunt could be like him dancing and shit like that, or something like that. I don't know. It's like Thor when he's doing the speech and just gaining meter, and you're like, "What the fuck's <laughs> going on?" You're like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> Oh, looks like Scotty got some in right at the end. Bastard. Scotty <laughs> did get some in. Uh, Scotty comes in with five. What's an arcade game that never got a home port that you would love to see? VR might make it easier. Alien versus Predator. Uh, I don't think um, Blazing Angels got a... No, maybe port. not. I know for a fact Aliens versus Predator did not. It has not been on anything besides arcade. That was That's actually a, f- a pretty good game. It's a very. Uh, let me rephrase that. There was a version of that game that came out, but it is not the arcade game. Yeah, no. We were playing. Me and H two O were working with a emulator called Fightcade earlier, and uh, we were playing that, and that shit holds up really, really good. Yeah, no. That that that's a halfway decent game. I enjoyed it when I played it. I don't know about Bla- what is Blazing Angels? Is that like a flying Blazing game? Blazing Angels is a, is a is a shmup. Um, shmup. It's okay. pretty good. I'm down for shmups. So that's what I go with. What's the next one uh, we got? Anyone grabbing that sweet Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball machine? 
who really needs a new car or anything uh, anytime soon. Am I right? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's like $1,000. What? Yeah. Oh, but it's full size. It's not like one of those shitty ones. Still, though. Well, I can't say anything. Holy shit. It's $6,100. Oh, I was wrong. My bad. My B. And that's the pro version, which is the standard. Then you have the premium one. That's $7,700. This what is, is a limited edition, bro. How much it wipes you your ass. It jerks you off. $9,000. Dude, even arcade, like, don't get me wrong. These things look dope as shit. Oh, the Pro has, like, speakers in the front and all that shit. It in looks... In the picture, it looks like it has, like, big speakers in the front. Don't get me I'm wrong. I'm not even good at pinball. Like, don't get me we wrong. we went over his fucking... Oh, yeah. When we went to go see him, like, I bought... $20 worth of quarters. I was done in 10 minutes. Yeah. We were like, Chris, what are you doing? You're like, I ran out of quarters. <laughs> uh, terrible pinball. Let me tell you, those are super fucking cool. First of all, these were not going to sell. Like if they I mean, sell, it's going to be like the huge arcades that have them. Uh, David Buster's might have one. You know how much, how many times someone's got to play that thing to make the money back off of it? Yeah. In a time and age where arcades aren't a big thing, and coronavirus is out there. Look, the limited edition has 500 units being made uh, globally. So, I mean, yeah, sure. Someone will buy it's, these. It's a collector's item. Yeah, it's already $9,000. Get fucked. <laughs> I have literally no interests whatsoever. Oh, this is just a pinball shop. Buy a game. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next one. So the next fun. one is Summer's Here. What's your favorite barbecuing thing or barbecued thing? Uh, I've got a few things. I like making pernil. Is this some uh, kind of African or Puerto Rican food? It's a Puerto Rican thing. It's pretty much a pork butt, which I found out pork butt is not part of the butt. It's part of the shoulder. Where the fuck uh, have you been? Just like with the mole sauce. Had no clue. You thought you were you were reading something. This was the week, one of the weeks we took off. And it was a Friday. It was a really weird situation where I took off. You were kind of working. And everyone was just in a voice chat all day Friday playing different games. It was like you, me, Scotty, H2O, your buddy, yeah, we were all sitting there in the chat room, and we just decided to look up some sort of fucking recipe. And I'm not I was paying like, attention oh, to you guys. This is, this is a mole mole sauce, and I thought that they were actually like grabbing moles out of the ground, chopping them up, and frying them. We're like, all right, that's that's some redneck shit. And everyone like collectively, no, 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 no. Everyone did not collectively. It was me because everyone else didn't know what the fuck you were talking about either. <laughs> Well, no, I felt like the proverbial stare at me, like, Chris, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I and said you're it. just like, no, you dumb bitch. It's mole sauce. Like, what the fuck's a mole? And like, it's Kane, like a spice. Yeah. Who does 
Kane is Puerto Rican, and he doesn't even help me. He doesn't even come in with an assist. <laughs> hey, in he his words, like, in his words, I don't fuck with the Mexicans. So <laughs> <laughs> no, man, mole uh, sauce is like a spicy sauce that has like a little bit of a chocolate uh, look and like a little bit of a taste to it. It's good. Mole I'm chicken's pretty good. I go down to Texas a lot. They have a lot of mole chicken down there. Cool. Great. Uh, I like some good, which I haven't done in a while. I like some good barbecue ribs, bone in, or uh, or country style. Country style is good too if you just want to be easy. Because country is that style, pulled pork. Country style is just boneless ribs, is what it is. It's just like the okay. chunk of the meat. And uh, but no, I like some good old baby back ribs. I like those. What we usually do is, uh, we'll we'll like have the ribs cook in beer. And let mm-hmm. the beer evaporate. Like I get like a nice. Ha- my wife doesn't like a, like cooking with beer and alcohol that much, so I gotta back off on some of that. So I don't know what's wrong with her. She, her mom makes barbecued burgers, and I think that's sacrilege. Like she puts barbecue sauce on a burger and cooks it. I hate that shit. <laughs> that's not that's not how it works. They love them. Whenever, because they like the way I cook burgers, and Hallie makes the sauce, and I put them on there. I make separate burgers for me. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not big on a barbecue burger. Every Anytime I see a barbecue burger, they usually call them, like, cowboy burgers down here. It'll be, like, a burger that has, like, an onion ring and barbecue sauce on it. Like, that's called usually a cowboy burger. And I'm just like, I'm I'm good. Give me a good old bun, two two smashed patties, and some cheese. That's all I want. When it comes to a burger, less is more in my eyes. So, the meat what is we the... we usually do for our burgers, I mean, we'll grind up the meat ourselves, mm-hmm. but I also throw in, like, I don't put the onion on top of the uh, the burger. I put it inside. So, I'll do, That's like, fine. dice up onions. But you do thicker burgers, though, right? I do. I do smash burgers. That's my favorite. Smash burger. smash burger is when you take a ball of meat, usually about five ounces. You put it on your griddle or any flat surface. You can't really do it on a grill. And you put it there and you just smash it down with a spatula. Okay. You make make it super thin and you cook it really uh, crispy on both sides. Okay. And uh, Hallie, those other burgers, they're a little bit thicker. They're just a grilled burger. And then throw some barbecue sauce on it. I'm like, eh, it's fine. Whatever. But no, I'm I'm big on some good ribs. Uh, I'm kind of falling out. Like I've been cooking a lot of Boston butts lately, and I'm kind of getting bored on those. But also some good smoked or barbecued uh, turkey breast. That's some good shit. And then I'm always cooking steaks. I don't. Those aren't really barbecue though. Those are just grilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. Why is Tony Hawk still awesome? Because he, he hasn't, hasn't raped anybody. Up. Oh. Well, yes. <laughs> You are technically right. Well, I showed Hallie do a kickflip, and she liked it. She thought it was funny. She goes, yeah, "She goes." Tony Hawk hasn't grown up. Tony Hawk is still the same person that he was in two thousand two when he did the nine hundred, or whenever yeah. he did that shit. He just recently like, did it again, and it looked like yeah. it almost killed him. <laughs> so, like, he's still the twenty-something-year-old, unassuming skater boy. Trapped in a fifty-year-old man's body, but I will say he is—he's a good businessman. But he still knows how to be a kid. Yeah, he still like knows how to be a normal human being. 
So yeah, yeah, that that's why I like Tony Hawk. And he hasn't raped anybody. So <laughs> also, also valid. You know, what's bad is that in today's society where you say that and that's a factor on why you should like somebody. Yeah, <laughs> that's really Just bad. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they I'm haven't sure. raped anybody. I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, that's a good reason not to. That's a good reason to like somebody. <laughs> Uh, question five. I got my Dreamcast back online. What year is it? What's a game you wish you'd have online functions revitalized? For more current stuff, I would vote Twisted Metal. If you need help thinking and uh, if you need help thinking of any, maybe think of any game that had online only trophies or chivos. I mean, you could bring back a uh, Rival Schools, like some online for that. Did Rival Schools even have online? I mean, you create an online for it. (laughs) Yeah, create an online for it and get back to me on that. Revitalizing online capabilities. Um, I actually enjoyed the Ratchet and Clank online multiplayer for Up Your Arsenal. I thought Mm. that game was good. Uh, I mean, insert any fighting game here that had online capabilities during the the ps2 xbox original xbox era um give me back marvelous capcom 2 so i can play it online again (laughs) yeah that too even with it's not even on fightcade like you can't even get marvelous capcom 2 on fightcade probably because it's licensed well marvelous capcom 1's on there but 2's not definitely because it's licensed i mean yeah i don't know I would also vote Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal is such an underrated game. Like the new, the newish one for the PS3. Yeah. That game's great. Give Vigilante 8 online capabilities. This question should have been like, what game do you think should have had online? <laughs> sure. So I'm trying to think of games that I like. If Monster Hunter wasn't big, I'd be like, bring back Monster Hunter. But I mean, Monster Hunter's Capcom's number one selling game. So. Just tattoo it on your fucking chest, dude. It is. I, Monster Hunter. Dude, don't. I'll get a fucking Rathalos coming down. <laughs> don't even play with me, man. You give me the money and I'll dare me hard enough, I'll do it. But that's it for questions. That's it. That's it. We are just shy of three hours this time. It's not too bad. It's because we didn't have shit to say for news. So. <laughs> nope. uh, what are you doing this week? I have posted a schedule on my Twitter. Usually we had to push this because of the plumbing issues that Chris said earlier. Uh, We usually record on Saturday night. We're recording this on Sunday night, so I've canceled my stream for Sunday night. But uh, I will be streaming three nights of uh, Shovel Knight. I am going to... I've decided to sit down with Shovel Knight. I'm going to play through every campaign again and play through the King of Cards for the first time. So nice. I have four campaigns to play through. <laughs> Very cool. I have base. I have plague of shadows. I have uh, the plague of shadows is the plague night one, and then specter of torment. That's what it's called. And then king of cards. So cool. I'll be playing that for the switch. And then on Thursday, it is the monthly anarchy reign stream over on Twitch.tv/slash Megavisions. So go check that out at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday. All the other nights, I'll be going live at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I'll make some announcements on Twitter and the Twitter, Facebook, Grams, and all that stuff. So 
cool. What do you got going on? Um, I'm probably going to be playing Xenoblade. And Animal Crossing. No, Tiff is playing Animal Crossing. That means you're going to be watching her to play Animal Crossing. I've got a second Switch, so fuck that. She's going to make you get it so you can come to her island. <laughs> I refuse. Absolutely refuse. I'm still looking um, for Ring Fit Adventure and another Switch. Good luck. Um, yeah. I, I'm still working on this video. Just everything that's been going on with the last few weeks between the riots and the the covid has complicated things with my job um so i'm still chucking away at that yeah so one day we're gonna quit our jobs move our families to some tropical island with good internet (laughs) internet island and amazon access (laughs) (laughs) that's about it yeah that's all we got going on so uh like we said before if you are out there, stay safe. Just keep it broad like that. Stay safe and uh, snoochy boochies. <laughs> cool. It's unfortunate that we even have to say Black Lives Matter. I mean, if you go through history, nobody ever gave a fuck. I mean, you can kill black people in the street. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody goes to prison. But when I say Black Lives Matter and you say All Lives Matter, that's like if I was to say... Gay lives matter and you say all lives matter. If I said women's lives matter and you say all lives matter, you're diluting what I'm saying. You're diluting the issue. The issue isn't about everybody. It's about black lives at the moment. But the truth of the matter is they don't really give a fuck about anybody if you break the shit all the way down to the low fucking dirty ass truth. We say that black lives matter, but truthfully they really never have. No one ever really gave a fuck Just read your bullshit history books But honestly it ain't just black It's yellow, it's brown, it's red It's anyone who ain't got cash Poor whites that they call trash They can't fuck with us Once we realize we're all on the same side They can't split us up And let it prosper off the top
cars in the neighborhood because they know they got lawyers. They know they'll sue their ass. They can tell who the fuck is. Unfortunately, black or brown skin has always meant poor. They profiling you, kid. They know you can't fight back, but we about to. Investigators say they are reviewing body camera and dash cam video of Tuesday's shooting. Police say that Keith Lamont Scott did have a gun in his hand when an officer shot him. A new picture of the scene shows something at Scott's feet. A source tells our Charlotte affiliate it may be a gun, but people in the neighborhood say that the father of four was holding a book instead. Officer Vincent Watson, 